This is a state of the wrestling address, people. I'm your president. And we had a terrific, tremendous, fantastic wrestling weekend, people. NXT TakeOver went to different levels. Johnny Gargano played with our hearts. But a Mexican named Andres Cien Almas threw a jagger at America. And that's the reason why I want to build a huge wall, people. Bad hombre, people. Bad hombre. The very next night at the Royal Rumble, Nakamura, with an act of terrorism, took out 29 other Americans. Well, maybe 26. In an act of terrorism, including one guy, the big dog, Roman Reigns. And another true, real American named John Cena. And to end the same night, another terrorist named Oscar took out 20, uh, 27 other women that are real Americans. And she also, with a dagger, took them all out with an act of terrorism. But there's one real American out there named Ronda Rousey. That's going to represent America. And I stand by this message, people. Now, on to the show. <laughs> you are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah! <laughs> Why am I doing Leo's part? Because Leo sounds like a transvestite right now. Red player, red player. Oh, Lucha Outsiders Show, episode 64. Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Shout out to the big dog, Tone. You can yeah. also download the podcast version of the show. SoundCloud, iTunes, or you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get all your podcasts. Tune in, speakers, stitcher. Wherever you get your, all your podcasts. Um, you can find us at Lucha Outsiders God. everywhere. It's going to be a long show. I am so familiar <laughs> And that's Mario. I that's can't. Leo. And I'm the heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling. Your boy, yeah. Mr. Rated R. <laughs> what a week. What a week. What a. Give off. Give off. Yeah, no. 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 Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe, people, wherever you get your podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes. Also, leave us a five-star frog slash rating and review, comments and grievances. If you want to bury either one of us, we'll take anything, guys. We'll take anything. Also, also, if you want the merch, the hat, the shirt, LosPelotudos.com or PuroBrand.net. Shout-outs to our brother, Mr. Mio Mio, Sunny Flow. Yeah. And, guys, remember, every Wednesday we're here. You can stay up to date with all the wrestling news on our Instagram page at Lucha 
outsiders everywhere. And it's a good week to be a wrestling fan. It's a good week. It is, it is pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. I, there's not many complaints that you could really, unless you're like one of these marks that complain about everything. There's not that much to complain about. No. There's a couple. There's yes. a there's a couple things uh-huh. that that we could probably change and we probably had criticism about, but mm. um overall, not only just in the WWE, but overall, it was a great weekend, weekend. of wrestling. A lot of uh, uh things happening. A lot of things happening. Um, if you were to tell somebody this last week, and by the way, everything happened after last week's show. Everything. Yeah. Well, that's why. Our our show was the preview, the the what you call it. It was the the preview of the weekend that of the Royal yeah. Rumble, and we got stuff that had nothing to do with WWE related. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of different stuff. But um, let me thank everyone that's tuned into the Facebook Live, mm-hmm. everybody that's listening to the podcast, a version of the show. It's gonna be a long show, I'll tell you right now. I've been coughing like crazy. Well. But it's all right, though. Remember, in the end of 2017, I kept on coughing off lungs and stuff? Can can I get the scarf then? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Jesus. Congratulations. How did I play myself? It was just a question. Come on. You you know that. Don't make me go get my own scarf because they're all wrestling. They're all soccer related. Yeah, but you're just going to look old, even more of an older man. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yes! Yes! You walked into that one, brother. Yeah, a little bit. If you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, you can check out our new background for the people that said, hey, you have a green screen, you don't use it. Hey, check. guess what? We're using it now. Yeah, we're, we're doing something a little bit different. But if you look at that bottom corner, yeah, you still yeah, see the green screen. Yeah. And you'll see me pressing the buttons. So. That's why we put it under your, because I don't fucking touch the buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's, my, where's my line? Where's my, no? no Sunil, um, classic Sunil right here. I'm eating a burrito watching Lucha Outsiders. Yeah, Viva La Raza. <laughs> Is that racist? No, nah, no, no, nah, nah. nah. we'll allow it, we'll allow it. But what's up, bro? How was your weekend? I enjoyed watching wrestling. I enjoyed the build-up. I, I watched wrestling. I knew that was coming. I watched wrestling. So you did watch it this weekend? Of course. Okay. Actually, so what I did, um, I wake up very early. So what I've been doing lately on the pay-per-views is watch the first half of it, so about an hour and a half, and then I go ahead and I watch the other half when I'm out driving in the uh, in the morning. So I watch up to uh, the end of the the men's uh, match, mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble. My little takeaway from that, I didn't like the the fact that it was that early. Well, okay, but so then wanna, it made sense. So we're gonna talk about the Royal Rumble, yeah. but we we don't want to like go into it right away. No, 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 we're gonna go into details with everything that took place on the Royal Rumble, but. Let's uh let's start off with some fresh news that dropped yeah. today. Oi. Okay. The bomb right there. WrestleMania. Nah. Thirty-five. Nah, nah. We'll be back. Yes. At MetLife Stadium. Finally. <laughs> WrestleMania is back. About fifteen minutes from here. Now the question is: Is, I... Le- is Leo gonna go? <laughs> Oh, Leo's going to go. Leo, bro, bro, I, I went to Raw 25. And okay, that's fine. That's fine. But you, you know what I did this weekend? What'd you do? 
I went to Takeovers. Of course. <laughs> okay. So what up to Jamar, our friend uh, uh, down there, and Antonio too, and uh, Richard Beecher and all the people that are there. I st- I'm still looking at Sunil's uh, text. He's eating a burrito and watching Lucha Outsiders. It's okay, though. We'll allow it. It's okay because it's Sunil. Well, I don't think that was a dig at all. It's not a dig. Okay. No problem. You know, you know what's the irony of our our uh-huh. our, our, our what you call it of our name Lucha Outsiders, yeah. right? Is that we're both wetbacks? <sighs> no, not no? that. Oh, I'm just sorry. saying, like, you know, you get a name like Lucha Outsiders, right? Uh-huh. And you think like, oh, they must cover like a lot of Lucha Libre. I mean, we do cover it, but like not like un po- that. Un poquito. So. Yeah, there's not much. We just got it because it had a nice ring to it, Lucha Outsiders. Yeah. And we're be- wetbacks. Okay, let, let's uh, let's let's change the subject. Okay, okay. Sally, go ahead. So yeah, so it just dropped. WrestleMania is coming here. And by the way, if you guys follow our Instagram page, I think we were the first ones to actually put it out there. I was checking the groups out there, and, and we were one of the first people to put it out there. That's so good a, job, Mario. That's a subject that you don't want to even touch right now. Yes, to I be do. Honest. No, you so, don't. Because uh, you know how many times we've done a post or whatever, and then one of these. Other pages yes. that that have like I don't know how many followers or whatever. Yeah. Post like hours later, but they get more hits than we do. No, no, but but see, that's why we have the people here watching us and listening to us. You know what, guys? Share our page. Let the people know that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, uh, and we have some stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Some interesting stuff. So now WrestleMania 35 yes. back in MetLife Stadium. Yes. The last time they were the last and first time that they were in MetLife 29. was 29. I was there. I wasn't. I was actually driving by looking at the fireworks and, and it pissed the, me I off. I know you told me that was like your WrestleMania moment. <sighs> but then you went to WrestleMania the following year in New Orleans. Yes. So that bothered me that much that I was there mm-hmm. like driving by. Okay. And I was so close, but yeah, so far, mm-hmm. right? So it bothered me so much that I went ahead and I spoke to to my friends, my my wrestling buddies at the time. Did they did they go? They went to twenty nine. Yes. Okay. They did the whole access thing. Uh, they were actually on Bleacher Report. Uh, usually, when they show some guys with title belts mm-hmm. walking into like a comic con, if you will, like a WrestleCon. Okay. It's their picture. So uh, it's one of their stock photos, quote unquote. Is that what they use? So, yeah, they were at 29. We mm-hmm. went to 30. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to 31. Didn't go to, of course, because it's all the way out there. Okay. Um, but I'm really looking forward to next year. Okay. Again, because it's here. But not only that, but also hey, well, it's everything. Easier. It's also easier for us, especially because, you know, we're the people that live in Jersey and New York and even people that live in Philly and anywhere mm-hmm. nearby the tri-state area. Yeah. It's easier for us because it's like, okay, one, we don't have to travel necessarily. And two, it's like um, we could catch more indie shows or whatever and we could yeah. probably plan ahead of time and maybe you won't have to be struggling to request days off. Yes, yes. Um, and you might be able to like, hey, you know what? I'm going to... I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Maine. Uh, I'm gonna go to Raw and I'm gonna SmackDown. I'm gonna just thug out some sleep those three days in a row. Yeah, and and I'm gonna take off from work, you know, for seven days. I probably will take off just Friday. Okay, because it's so nearby. I'm like, fuck it, I'll take off Friday and maybe end up catching wrestling shows probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, Sunday, whatever. And and depending how I feel about Monday and Tuesday, you know, for Raw and SmackDown. But the good thing about WrestleMania is, is if you you get outside the WWE bubble. Yes. All these other promotions bounce off of it, right? So you got like Ring of Honor, right? Arguably the second biggest promotion in the United States. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a show. 
called Supercard of Honor. Yeah, they are. Then you have all these other independent promotions like Evolve and uh, Progress and mm-hmm. CCW and all these other promotions that are going to do... Um, that are gonna do house shows, indie shows, independent, yeah. smaller shows or whatever, because they know that there's gonna be wrestling fans all over the area. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have shows in Jersey. You're gonna have shows in New York. Anywhere in the tri-state area, you're gonna have shows. Yeah, that's the beauty thing about it. And 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 you know that that you're gonna have also wrestling fans coming in from. So one of the things that that I found when I went to uh, New Orleans, uh, when I went to Thirty. Yeah. So. The Saturday before, right when you had the the Hall of Fame, because now they do Takeover. You know they move Hall of Fame. To, Hall uh, of Fame is, I believe Hall Hall of Fame Takeover WrestleMania. Then you got uh, Raw yeah. SmackDown. So, on our way to uh to the dome, okay, where they they had the the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. there were a lot of bars ha- just having wrestling parties. Okay, because you know you had that influx of of all those people. Um, coming in to watch WrestleMania, but maybe they're not going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like it again. I like it as good because, you know what? If I don't go to the NXT, hey, we can meet up somewhere and watch it. Because, again, You're right. You're absolutely right. you have people around here that, that are going to enjoy it. So that's what we're looking forward to. Um, I want to be there, but, hey, there's kids. So <laughs> No, 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 no. And, 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 and as much as... Some of it's you, but majority yeah. of it is your is your situation. You know, whatever. You know, My situation. Your situ- your situation. I heard shit situation. Well, I mean, you could call it that too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna trademark that. Go shit <laughs> situation. Um, really completely off topic. Yeah. I'm getting a bad connection. I don't know what your headphones. Are. Yeah, I think it's over there. But go ahead. Okay, so um, okay, I think we're good. Sorry about that. Um, but um, if you're just a wrestling fan, guys, like. If, let me rephrase that. If you're a WWE fan, let's just step outside the box and check out some of these other promotions because they got a, good, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, they do. Just saying. Um, okay, so moving on. We're getting 35, uh, WrestleMania 35 mm-hmm. around the tri-state area, but there's a lot of other stuff that happened before we cover NXT TakeOver and what happened in New Japan and the Royal Rumble. Did we cover XFL last week? Oh, no, but we're going to talk about it now. Oh, okay. So the official announcement happened last Thursday. Yes. Um, they did a. They threw out a, a press release saying that Vince McMahon was gonna uh, have a, a press conference about uh-huh. uh, Alpha Entertainment. Yes. The thing was that YouTube, their YouTube channel, was um, doing a what you call what is it, like a test run yeah. earlier in the day, and you saw the new XFL logo, so that shit went viral. And yeah, we're getting the XFL back. Yeah. Woo. How do we feel about this? Honestly. As and long, I'm about to open the window because it's getting real hot in here. As long as it doesn't affect what we do, mm-hmm. um, in the in the in the sense of the WWE and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, I'm okay with it. Okay, because we are a a, a partaker in the other product, mm-hmm. you know, with the NFL, mm-hmm. um, and it's good to have another source. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. So I, I'm I'm for it as long as it doesn't affect everything else. Mm-hmm. So let uh, me go take care of the heat. Go. Oh yeah, dude, you you handle that, dude. So I'm I'm a fan of football. I'm sure a lot of you are also a fan of sports. That, you know, some of you might not. Some of you are. I know a couple of you are. Um, if you're just a fan of football, I mean, there's nothing wrong with an alternative. I mean, I was a fan of the original um, XFL. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was different. Um, 
the NFL did get certain things from the XFL after XFL folded. So we kind of got to wait and see. Um, they're not just going straight in your face like, hey, the XFL is going to happen at the end of 2018 right? or something like that. No, or the beginning of 2019. They're giving themselves two years. So I think if there's going to be a time where the XFL is going to work, it'll probably be now, especially with social media and everything else that's going on here. Um, and there's still a lot of um, players that that, it, that gives them another option to, to play for the XFL. And come on. Um, as much as a lot of you might be like, ah, whatever, the first one sucked, and and I'm not interested in this and that. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna tune in regardless. I mean, there's something else to watch on TV or whatever, and whatever. We gotta wait and see. We gotta wait and see what we're getting. Uh, Vince apparently is revamping the whole thing. It, unless there's a team that that like uh, one of the old teams that happened, you know, that 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 we had in the XFL back in the original incarnation of it, like you know the 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 Hitman and stuff. Apparently, Vince said that there's going to be brand new teams. They're going to start with eight teams up from what he said. Um, so apparently there's going to be new teams unless there's some high demand to bring one of the old school teams back. What was it, like the Hitman? I think one was called the Outlaws, I believe. I forget what was the, uh, the other ones. But um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. It's given us two years to see what's up. Um, so, you know, I wish Vince luck. And apparently, here's a, here's a, here's a downer on this, all right? The downer is that um, I believe it was Brian Campbell from uh -huh. CBS uh, Sports. He asked Vincent um, when they were asking questions after the, the press conference, yeah. they asked him, um, how is your role in the new XFL and Alpha Sports Entertainment going to affect his role with the WWE? And he, with no hesitation, replied, uh -huh. It will have no uh, effect on my role with the WWE. I will be still um, pretty much running the ship, and that's it. So that was like a big, yeah. That 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 put a downer on a lot of people. <laughs> Definitely put a big downer on a lot of people. Yeah, no, and and you know what? I'm pretty sure that Vince went through every question possible. Because oh, you know, he did. They, he, he definitely you, did. You know, there there were going to be questions, and and one of the things that you answered for me actually today was Johnny Manziel. Mm -hmm. That people want him. Okay, now he has another chance, but he can't because of the because uh, of, of his history, because of what he, because uh, of what he, his record, his, yeah. his personal record, I guess. Yeah. So it's zero tolerance. Well, he yeah he he pretty much played himself because after there was already the speculation about the XFL, right? He tweeted out. Um, Hashtag XFL2020. Yeah. So then when the press conference happens and they ask Vince, like, oh, you know, how about guys, whatever. Well, he's like, as long as you're eligible to, to play and you pretty much follow a background check and if you meet our qualifications, yeah. uh, you're good. You're but good. with a record like Johnny Football, eh, I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> no, I don't think it is. Uh, it would have been nice. It would have been a nice story, you know. Uh but yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, what do we have next? Um, so we got a, 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 I think a pretty big signing, depending of the years this guy worked for Impact Wrestling. Jeremy Borash. Yeah, he finally made it to the WWE. So one of our friends here on uh, Instagram uh, actually sent it to us, Aota sixteen, saying he's been hired to help with NXT and also woken Matt Hardy. 
That's uh, I did read the NXT stuff. Yeah. We were all hopeful that it was gonna be um to get back involved with Woken, Broken, yeah. Matt Hardy, especially because of some of the stuff he did in TNA with um uh, Broken Matt Hardy. He was very hands on yeah. with the product, the way he was shooting the stuff, and and let me tell you something about Jeremy Borash. Personally, I think he's a great dude. He's a very yeah. he's a fan of wrestling. He he has a great mind for the business, not only in a in a producing level, but in like in a in a creative like hands on yeah. level. The way he shoots shit, um, and when I mean shoot shit, is not like cutting a promo. I'm talking about like the way he shoots with a camera. No, the the vision, like the, uh, you, the visual. You, a- you can have uh, you can have a, a a way that you think that something's gonna be, mm-hmm. but then you have to actually do it. Yes, uh, and a lot of the the broken woken gimmick mm-hmm. was that it was the 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 different style. One of the things that has drawn me to uh, Lucha Underground are those vignettes and and the you know the the backstage things that they do mm-hmm. because it's a different look. And that's a, that's what JB he did a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Also, a lot of people I don't know maybe some of you diehards remember, but. Remember uh, the rise and fall of ECW when mm-hmm. that DVD came out? Uh, God, like this is now like what going back like ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, a while ago. Well, they only when they did that W when WWE did that DVD, right? They only included wrestlers that were either signed with the company or had some type of relationship with the company at that time. So what Jeremy Borash did was he did his own ECW documentary called uh, Forever Hardcore. I think it was called Hardcore Forever. One of oh, he did that one. He did that. He produced oh, and directed the whole thing, and he pretty okay. much included talent that weren't signed to the WWE at that point in time. Mm. And I thought that that was pretty much like the the B side. Of yeah, well, the yeah, alternative, the rebuttal. Yes, pretty much the, what what it was, and that was a great documentary. Mm. So, um, no, I, re- I really did enjoy it. I saw that one. Really, really good documentary. I'm sure you guys can find it on YouTube and stuff. And so, JB, he he's not a he's not some a newbie. Some video guy that yeah. they that's been doing stuff like in, for movies and stuff, and then all of a sudden that like just, they just picked him up just to do some wrestling. No, yeah. no, no, no. He knows his business. He's been out, out there for a lot uh, for a while, even going back to like the the dying days of WCW. Mm-hmm. So he has a really great mind for the business, and I'm beyond happy for the guy. He deserves this. I think WWE should have hired him a long time ago, but um, better late than never, right? No, of course, and and the timing is right because so let's say you bring him back. Uh, uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. what do you have him do? You know, I think now with helping with NXT, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I'm still one of those uh, conspiracy theorists that are thinking, okay, McMahon is going to go to the XFL, uh, Triple H is going to go to the main roster, and then Borash is going to take care of NXT. So hey, that can happen. But also, you have him with this whole broken woken gimmick which he understands the character. Mm-hmm. So, boom, there you have a guy that can fill in and take care of that stuff. Go ahead. What happened? Uh, OBS Studio disconnected, reconnecting. Keep going? Keep talking? All right. Um, also, okay, we're back. So, um, also another, whoa, 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 whoa. Did the feed cut off or we're still good? Okay. Also, another thing that uh, happened, an unfortunate incident happened um, during Royal Rumble weekend. So, Alicia Fox breaks her tailbone. That's why she wasn't in the in the Women's Royal Rumble. How did she break her tailbone? So, when they were practicing some spots earlier in the day, same day Sunday, they were practicing some spots, and I guess she just took a bad fall and she broke her tailbone, so she had to miss the Royal Rumble. That is not good. 
It's unfortunate. She's been with the company for a while. I believe like 11, 10 years, uh, 10, 11, 12 years. I forget how long she's been there, but she's been out there for a while. So if I feel bad for her for the simple fact that she couldn't participate in the first ever uh, female's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And also she's a type of female that, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people knock her. I don't think she's bad in the ring. I think she's pretty talented. And, I mean, there's a reason why she still has a job there. When when she uh-huh. got hired during that time where you had all these little, you know, like Kelly Kellys and this and, you know, females like that. And there's no knock on Kelly Kelly, but come on. During that time, the Candace Michelles and yeah. they, it was, they were going for a certain look, yeah, not the were, evolution oh, of women's yeah. wrestling. So, unfortunately, I feel bad for her. I, uh, I wish her a speedy recovery. But um, we kind of got to wait and see. Um, and Tone saying we lost you. No, no, we're back. Okay. So um, I don't know. Hopefully she'll she this won't. Hopefully now, she won't be retired. That's now, what have they said uh what the timeline is? No, no, they haven't said no timeline. Okay. By the way, let Tone know that when he when he messages us messages us on Facebook, mm-hmm. you hear that dealing. Just say. I think he messaged me though. It doesn't matter. We still get on here. It goes on the rich page. So um, I hope that it's not worse than what it is. Um, and and again, have they given a timeline yet? No, no timeline. No timeline was mentioned yet. Wow. Okay. And and it's been a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. There's. I mean, maybe there was a report. I know they mm-hmm. made an official announcement, but I didn't get to catch to see okay. what's the time. I mean, it's a tailbone, so I mean, that's not an. I wouldn't think that's a. And that and, boy, that could be a recurring thing too. I mean, I've known de- people that fall. It, de- it depends how bad it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, okay. So uh. Okay, let's cover what happened this a tremendous weekend that we had. Yeah. Takeover. Takeover. NXT Takeover. So me and the big dog Tone took a trip down to Philly. Uh-huh. Um, and we hit up the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. Where uh takeover Did, was happening. Uh, but uh, the biggest question of the, of the year. Did you get a cheesesteak? No, we went to oh, a come on. Did you go to Tony Luke's at least? We were, I believe, we were across Tony Luke's. Damn it! You didn't get a, a, a roast pork sandwich. You know how many times I fucking been to Philly? I'm not, I'm not one of these marks like, like oh, I'm going to Philly and you have a no, cheese. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. All right. By the way, I used to live in Delaware, so Philly was like a 25 minute drive. Okay. So we love going to Philly. Like we've had Tony Luke's, we've had you know Pat. Well, I was having, I was having that conversation with Tone too. I was like, you know, because. For those that know, Tone's a Giants fan, so yeah. we were in kind of eagle country. So, yeah. uh, and he so was, let's see, the Giants yeah. fan and the Baltimore guy met right in the middle. Get it? You, okay, go ahead. Just hit the button. Congratulations. You played yourself. So we Just ended up hitting that. a geography th- joke here, people. So, uh, Tone, if you remember the place that we was at, I always forget the name, but um, it's right across the street from Tony Luke's. It's actually a really, really good bar. They have great food there. Um, it's like six minutes away from the um, from the Wells Fargo Center. Anyways, we had there. We went to we uh-huh. had a little pregame. Got something to eat. Then we uh we ended up going to the Wells Fargo Center. Um, as much as Tone doesn't like to admit to it, mm. I have to admit to it. It's a pretty nice arena. Yeah, it's a really nice arena. Uh, we went in there. Uh, we had pretty good seats. And without giving any spoilers. Every time there's a takeover, they tape matches for um, NXT TV. Yes. So the matches we got were great. 
Mm-hmm. They were really, really great, and I'm sure enjoyable. Uh, yes, I'm sure a lot of you are gonna watch it either tonight or they're gonna or watch it whenever you guys can. Um, so you guys are gonna you guys are gonna enjoy the matches. But we started off the actual pay per view, the actual takeover uh-huh. with the tag team title match. It was uh the Authors of Pain, okay, uh, challenging uh Red Dragon, the uh, Undisputed Era, uh Kyle okay. Riley and Bobby Fish. Nice. AOP, from what I've noticed, first of all, they've come a long way. They came from two guys that were very green. Now they're fucking very, great. They now were they're very great. green when they first came on. I compare them to how Braun Strowman is. Very green in the beginning, but now they oh, prove themselves. Can't wait till we get to Braun Strowman because I got some thoughts on that. So, Arthur's Pain came out. They got a decent pop. They got a really, really good pop. Uh, O'Reilly and Bobby Fish came out. Amazing pop for them. Yes. And they're the heels. What I like about the um the undisputed era red dragon Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish. See, by the way, Tall Man Joe's. There you go. Good job. And uh, Adelcio wants to know if we have any news on Enzo. We'll get to that in a minute. Adelcio and Ivan Junior Rivera saying hello. So there we go. Shout out to Ivan. Shout out to everybody that's on the chat. So what I love about uh Red Dragon, right? I'm gonna uh-huh. keep calling him Red Dragon because that's what they that's what of they course. Are. And Cassius owner is not Cassius owner. No, he's Chris Hero. There you go. So Kyle O'Reilly, not that I was down on him when he was in Ring of Honor and, and New Japan or anything like that, but he was a little bit too vanilla to me, and not vanilla like in a cheesy, happy way. He was too vanilla to me because I felt like he had no really death of character. Mm-hmm. He was more of a hand, you know. He was a stiff dude about submissions and yeah. had like a somewhat of an MMA style, whatever. Mm-hmm. Great in the ring, but to me, he never had a character. You didn't have the oomph. But what I notice about his transition to NXT, you're starting to see that character come out of it. Okay. Especially like in his entrance, we posted like a little snippet. It was like a little uh, gif yeah. of him um, in our page. He follows at Lucha Outsiders on Instagram and everywhere. I posted a little gif of him. It's him grabbing the belt. And first of all, I'm obsessed with the Undisputed Era theme song. I'm obsessed yes. with that theme song. There's a part where it's like a nice guitar riff, and you see Kyle Riley just jamming on his belt like he was Hollywood Hogan. I thought that uh, was amazing. A little bit better than Hollywood, though. Oh, absolutely he- better than Hollywood. <laughs> but what I liked about it is you wouldn't have seen that from Kyle back in Ring of Honor. No, no. He was very, like... Vanilla, there was no depth to his character at all. No, no. Bobby Fish was the more the charismatic one. Yeah. And in this one, uh, in, in this in this moment where they're coming out and take over, Bobby Fish kind of took a step back with a little swagger because he has a swagger yeah. to him. And you just see Kyle Riley just digging into his belt. And it just looked it looked dope. It, it, it was like really, really dope visual. If you guys just join us, what we're talking about is NXT TakeOver that happened on Saturday mm-hmm. leading up to the Royal Rumble in WWE. Yeah. Uh, and... Mr. Rated R mm. and our boy Tone were in the, the big building. Dog. The, I'm sorry, the big dog. We're in the building at the Wells Fargo Center in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Yes. Was the crowd hot? The crowd. Oh. So, oh man. Carry I, on. I, I, <laughs> okay, look, it was a good crowd. I'm not going to lie. The, the crowd at TakeOver was a lot better than the crowd, like, as, at, from a. From a viewing it standpoint, mm-hmm. from viewing it on TV, I feel like the crowd was not as hot as the one in Takeover, and I wa- and I ended up going. You think, wa- you think the volume was put down a little bit? A little, a, t- a tad bit. I think a, they were a more. Bit. They were hotter in Takeover. Okay, but I, I, I gotta, I gotta be honest, man. Uh-huh. I gotta be honest. Go ahead. So, especially the area where the big dog Tone uh-huh. and I were sitting at. There were just these atrocious fans that were just yelling random shit 
And uh-huh. eventually, like two of them ended up being kicked out, like towards the oh, end they of the got night. Kicked out? But then um, we were having a con- after like the show was over, we ended up having a conversation with one of the security g- guys, and he was like, "Man, he was telling us how he's a wrestling fan too, and that that he couldn't even enjoy the show because these fans were just acting atrocious or whatever." Uh-huh. And he's like, "Come on, man, you can't just sit there. There's like kids right there. You're over here cursing and saying like just vulgar shit or whatever." So that, that okay, and 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 I'm sorry to take a sidebar, but I do understand that you're paying for your ticket, mm-hmm. right? But there's a difference between sucks and fuck you. I'm sorry. I know my wife is watching. But, guys, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, half of the viewership is under 18. It, not even, it, it, I guess for me, it's more like, okay, if you're going to chant something, like, have, no, have it make some, sense. Like, like the, make sense what you're saying. Like, a of lot course. of these fans oh, are the, just saying, the you can't wrestle one. Remember? No, no, no. We're no, Roman. okay, but with that, right, that didn't make sense, but let's put it this way. That was even more decent than some of the shit that they, they were just yeah. like homophobic stuff and just random shit. Like it, it had nothing to do with the show. And a lot of them were drunk and just acting obnoxious. And, and, and listen, this is not a knock on Philadelphia Eagles fans, but I get, I'm not saying all of you guys, but some of y'all were just acting so Typical obnoxious. Typical Philly Bird fans. Some of y'all was acting so obnoxious because y'all team is in the Super Bowl and that's good. Congrats to you guys. But come on, man. You're at a wrestling show. What does it have yeah. to do with the Eagles? Nothing. Well, then we could blame John Cena because he did sing fly the Eagle Fly thingy. So, besides that, that was my little uh-huh. rant for takeover. Go ahead, go ahead. You didn't do um, a bomb, though, but it's okay. It's all right. So, besides that, mm-hmm. the the opening match was really, really good. Um, Undisputed Era. Yeah. Fish and O'Reilly were actually being the aggressors for majority of this match, mm-hmm. but not in a way where AOP looked weak or they lost anything. They were attacking them from the lower body, the legs, uh-huh. and catching them from behind. The match was good. Undisputed Era got the win in a in a shady fashion. Uh-huh. It wasn't necessarily cheating, but they kind of like snuck a win. But it was a solid opener. Okay. I have nothing bad to say about it. Nice. So following from that match, we had uh, Chris Hero. Or if you want to call Cassius him Cassius Ono, his NXT name, versus the probably one of the most over guys in NXT. Yes. Velveteen Dream. Yes. I like him. Like I said, I like his in-ring work. I'm not a fan of the, the gimmick because I've, I've seen that gimmick done so poorly in the past, even though he's killing it, but I'm just not really into the gimmick. But, but I get why he's over. Yeah. I like him in the ring. And the thing is, he's so young. He's only 22 years old. And he's not, he, I don't even th- he hasn't hit his peak yet at no. all. So with that gimmick and, and what he's doing, it's very easy to cross the line. But I think the one who's done it the best has been Goldust in a sense. Because he's been able to come in and out of the line. Well, at the rate that. The Vel- proverbial line, Well, if at you the will. rate Velveteen Dream. Is going. He's gonna surpass Goldust. Oh, of course, of course. And that's not a knock at, at, at Dustin. No, Ronald no, no, or no, no. Like not that. at all. I'm just, just saying. Like the, this guy at such a young age, and he's only been doing the gimmick for for a year tops, and yeah. it might be even less than a year. He's he's so comfortable doing the gimmick, and he's mastered the gimmick that we got to see where else he's gonna take it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were kind of negative on this match because there was some sloppy. There was a couple of botches within the match. But before the match even started, Velveteen Dream cut a promo, and he promised a knockout, I believe, under 30 seconds. Okay. 
So once the bell rang, when the match started, the crowd started chanting, one, two. <laughs> of course. So whatever. Velvet's like trying to get out of Chris Hero, and he finally hits him. He put, puts Chris Hero in a corner or whatever. And then when it got to 24, boom! Yo, he knocks Chris Hero out. <laughs> so Velveteen Dream is just going nuts. He's jumping up and down like like he just won like a boxing match the whole or whatever. Rocky thing. And then all of a sudden, Chris Hero comes and boom! He knocks out Velveteen Dream out the ring. So, minus the sloppy parts that happened, I think at one point, um, Velveteen Dream tried to hit him with like a Death Valley driver, and I think yeah. it was like either a misstep or or it was like a, a miscue from both guys or whatever, and it was kind of like a botched Death Valley driver. Mm. Also, uh, Velveteen Dream tried to hit this, um, it's like an inverted DDT that he does or whatever, and Chris Hero landed kind of sloppy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, Velveteen Dream actually did get catch, get the win with the, with the big elbow drop from the yeah. top. At the end of the day, we call this in the last episode, mm-hmm. Chris Hero's position in the company is to, to elevate guys, guys and to put guys over, and that's it. I th- And as much as I like Chris Hero, I like Chris Hero a lot. I think part of the reason why he's not in a better position in the company, and listen, I'm not a, uh, I don't like to body shame or anything mm-hmm. like that because I'm like, I'm not a skinny dude or anything like that. But stop. I'm being honest. No, no, but no. Chris Hero, it's the look. If that's not the look that. Maybe he should change. Okay, whatever. If he can't like lose weight or whatever it is, maybe he should change his appearance a little bit. Well, so wrestle so th- with tights instead of wrestling with the with the, with the you know. So this is what I, I was thinking because I was looking into it, right? So I'm like, okay, he's a pretty tall dude, and I don't I don't have his height though. But I'm saying like compared to everybody else, he's a pretty tall dude. Okay, mm-hmm. so for his frame. It fits better on a shorter guy like Kevin Owens, because they kind of Samoa Yeah, they kind of have the same body type, if you will, in, in parentheses. But Kevin Owens wrestles with the with the with the MMA shorts. No, no, no. But 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 yeah, it goes to your point. Like mm-hmm. if you tweak it a little, a little bit, bit, just a little bit, he won't look as big because he's wearing that basketball jersey that makes him look even bigger. But the problem is the basketball sh- uh, jersey is not even like loose. It's like. Tight. Yeah, but that's so what I'm it saying. Looks, like, it looks awkward you on him. Change it up, you know. It's like his arms are exploding. And like I said, it's not a like a fat chick with a little shirt not, on. Okay, see that? That's the, see you it's went like, too far. You went too far. That is a, that is a disgusting act. And that's for me. Congratulations, you played yourself. And that's the sound her arm makes when the shirt is too small. Delete, 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 delete. And this is no! and this is why your wife hates you and you put your foot in your mouth and why women dislike you. Wait, wait, we're gonna do the the, the Ric Flair woo. Ready? Ready? Woo! I can't do it. See, I've been trying to do that it. That sounds so bad. I mean, it sounds like a cat, right? They're ready, ready, Woo! Oh, <laughs> uh, Richard Beach is saying Chris Hero sandwich. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. That's so, the number seven. I'll give you one of these, Rich. There you go. Okay, so the following match after that was the the women's title match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ember Moon defending the NXT Women's Championship versus... Um, that one. Shayna Baszler. I, yeah. I was thinking Ronda Rousey, but, you know, MMA. We're going to get there. We're yeah, going to get, get there. there. Shayna Baszler. Let me put it this way. Shayna Baszler dominated, I want to say, 95% of this match. Yeah. Uh, working on the arm. There's, there's this spot that she does where... The the competitor, in this case, Ember Moon, she kind of has her 
elbow, like kind of like in a lift like this, yeah. like let's say she's laying down, and Shayna Blazer just kind of like just steps on it. It yes. looks so crazy. Yeah, I saw that. It's not. It looks insane. But uh, first of all, let me say that Shayna Baszler, she's improved so much in the ring compared yeah. to. Um, obviously, she came from the Indies after she stopped doing MMA. She she's been in all these different women promotions. She or had that little bit of a growth. But there's been growth in her thing. There's some still people that still knock her, mm. but I think compared to some other women from the past that were just for the look, yeah. Um, I think she's she's doing great, and she's on the. She eventually will get better and better mm. and better. Where maybe one day we'll get a Charlotte Flair and Shayna, uh, Shayna Baszler match. So let me ask you this: Do you remember Amber Moon's first match in NXT? Yes, absolutely. Okay, Amber Moon's first match to her last one. Oh, it's a lot better. Okay, but 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 the difference between Amber Moon and and Shayna Baszler is Amber Moon was already a good talent oh, out no. in the indies. While Shayna Baszler, I'm not saying that she was a horrible talent, but like I I can't compare Amber Moon and Shayna Baszler cuz I to me Amber Moon is a better work. No, cuz cuz what I'm trying to say is is we we forget, okay, NXT at the end of the day is developmental. Mm-hmm. You have people that have have worked their own system, their own uh 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 their own way of wrestling and now they have to come in and learn the WWE way. So that also takes time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, again, I remember watching Amber Moon's first match, and she looked out of it for most of it, mm-hmm. even though it was supposed to make her look really good, you know? But, again, it's developmental, so you have you to give them some time to grow yeah. and to be able to get into their rhythm. I like what they're doing down there. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not so critical of, like, what you were saying before with the little botches here and there. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather but you know, have but you know, there. But you know what's funny about even – not even like with botches and all, and we're gonna get more into what was the better show. But mm-hmm. evidence suggests Takeover always steals the weekend. Mister Jumar, who just got with us again here, he's saying the NXT killed it at Takeover. I oh, believe uh, that. Of course, of course, they always do. So, um, pretty much, uh, after like battling with like submissions, submissions while um. Shayna Baszler was hitting the armbar on Ember uh, mm. Moon, and after like I think it was like a back and forth between like five to eight minutes, finally Ember uh. Moon stole the, got a pin, a quick pin, stole the win or whatever. And while she was favoring her arm, uh, Shayna Baszler ended up attacking her from behind, choking her out. Um, so going back to what you said last yeah. week, if you know, if I had to be a betting man, I think this is gonna go. To another match at, at Takeover uh, New Orleans. Yeah, I could only assume because if he's she's gonna attack, and I think at Takeover and, and, and I called it right. Yeah, you called it. You okay. you you mentioned it. I called it. Okay, one to I don't know how many compared to me. I called it. Okay, do you want do you want to mention where you was at last week too? Since you want to brag about shit. I was at Royal Twenty Five. Good for Give you. Give me the little thing, the coin. There we go. Coin for Leo. Okay. Um, so after that, after that, that and that was a solid match too. Mm-hmm. We got which I thought at that after the match was said and done, I thought this was the match of the night until it got to the main event. But Adam Cole and Alistair Black literally killed themselves. Yes. Adam Cole sliced his hand. Um it, how was he able to move the next day is what I was trying to figure out. To be in the Royal Rumble, it yeah. it, it, it amazes Espe- especially me. Especially with that spot on the two chairs. The spot well, 
Okay, so a lot of people that are, that are strictly WWE fans and that only watch NXT and might not know much history of Adam Cole, he's done this spot a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually seen him do this spot over at uh, WrestleMania weekend in Dallas for mm-hmm. WrestleMania 32 um, for um, a Supercard of Honor Night mm-hmm. 2. It was a it was an it was a hardcore match. Also, it's funny. Okay. It was Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is when they were feuding with each uh-huh. other, and it's funny because now they're in the same group. Yeah, but they did that spot with the, with the chair. So Adam mm-hmm. Cole is known for doing the spot in the Indies. No, and, but and just, Ring of Honor. just the way it looks. But the visual is yeah. insane. Um, Alistair Black taking the super kick and then mm-hmm. falling to the two mm-hmm. tables. Also. The the power bomb to the ladder. There there was a there was a lot of no. It wasn't even a power bomb. It was more like an electric chair mm. to the ladder. A lot of crazy spots. The the double knees to the face through the announce table. Um, undisputed era coming in interfering, and then you got Sanity coming in. The match was nuts. Mm-hmm. All Alistair, over the place. Alistair Black went over. I was kind of disappointed. Not that the match wasn't great because the match was phenomenal, but I feel like Adam Cole needed the win, but. After thinking about it and sleeping on it, it kind of makes sense why Alistair Black went over because I'm going to say this term again. If I'm a betting man, uh-huh. I think Alistair Black is going to be part of that NXT world title picture come take over New Orleans. Okay. Now, if I was a bo- if I was a booker. If you were. They left um, Adam Cole and Alistair Black open-ended, meaning like they could either. The few didn't finish. There wasn't really Technically, a finish. Technically, yeah, okay. there wasn't a real finish because Adam Cole looked upset. On this period, Eric kind of looked at him after uh-huh. the match, so they kind of left it like with a question mark. Okay. Which is good because you could have four people at NXT. I honestly want to see a triple threat match for the title. Oh, Andre, triple. Almas, uh-huh. Alistair, and fucking uh, Cole. Cole for the okay. for NXT world title. Okay. That's what I want to see at, at New Orleans. I like that one. So, I like it. Going out to the main event. Uh, Kendall to the stomach, by the way. Yes, I forgot that spot too. Kendall to the stomach. That was another. That was the first like ooh spot of the night. You know what the best thing is about paying nine ninety nine a month? You can go back and after we're done, you can watch it. You can watch it. So go and watch it. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So going on to okay. I'm sorry. Antonio was trying to put me over. Mm -hmm. Hashtag show footballer everywhere. And he called the show footballer shoe. Instead of the W, he put an E. So well, listen, shoe Fuboleo okay, everywhere. But here, here's an idea for you: okay. if you ever make it big, uh-huh. big like yeah. with with cash money, all right? Uh-huh. Shoes like shoes, like fubo- sneakers. Yeah, and I can put Fuboleo everywhere. See, shoe Fuboleo everywhere. Okay, okay, carry on. All right, uh, the main event of the night. By the way, I just saw it on the camera. Shout out to a little sticker thing in, in the Fuboleo. It's good. You guys can get them. Uh, sh- uh, so coming to the end of the night, yes. the main event, uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling before, challenges before for that. You, before you get to that, and I remember you saying it up to that point, Black and Cole mm-hmm. was the match of the night. It was until the main event, this match, mm-hmm. which is Gargano. Wait, hold I'm on. I'm just the, giving you the No, no, no. Hold stop. 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 If I had the DJ scratch thing, I would have it. Hold on, right, wait. No! Delete! No! Delete! 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 Congratulations. You played yourself. I gotta stop, bro. I, I have to stop. Like like you really thought you were gonna say that to me. And I wasn't gonna I was gonna just let you slide with that, no, really? Do I? So 
I already had said that, and I'm already about to start talking to match, okay. and you repeated what I just said. Okay, I'm the speedy. Go ahead. God. Go ahead. Carry on. Congratulations. You played yourself. If I had like a DJ it, scratch drop or something like that, I would, I would. It's all the medicine. Go ahead. Okay, so before I do talk about the main event, there's a couple of familiar faces that we did see throughout the night. We saw Hanson and Ray Rowe from War Machine. They'd yeah. appear in the crowd. We also saw Ricochet. He was in the crowd. And a surprising EC3 using the name EC3. EC3. Um, see, and this is, I'm going to share something with you guys that you didn't see on TV. So every time these they had these wrestlers and they showed them on camera or whatever they would they would you know they they would play to the they would play to the camera but the second the camera was off they were playing to the crowd so for like War Machine right the second War Machine like the camera was off them like he was high they were high fiving and elbowing like like fans or whatever mm-hmm. like not elbowing like you know hurting them no like you know just like pounding guys or whatever and fans and stuff Ricochet did the same thing with EC3 he played like this serious role on camera. But the second the camera went off on him, this dude lost his fucking mind with the fans yelling and, and putting his hands up in the air, getting the crowd all pumped up. So that's what you guys didn't see on TV. But going back to the main event, Johnny Gargano challenging for the NXT World Championship, Cien Almas. Man, this fucking match. Uh, that spot in the corner. Everything about this match was fucking <laughs> insane. They told a great story. Um... Johnny Gargano, his character in NXT is like the underdog that just no matter how many times you put that dude mm-hmm. down, he always keeps getting up. Kind of like Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, of NXT. Of NXT. And this dude busted his lip open and move after move, and he kicking out, and he had just like this face like he was concussed. His mm-hmm. lip is all busted open. Um, and this dude just kept kicking out and seeing almost told a great story with his facial expressions. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do I have to do to yeah. make the pin this guy? Um, there was a real good spot, right? Where, um, you thought Johnny Gargano was getting over. Like, I forgot. He had a suicide dive from behind. So almost was facing the crowd and Gargano hit a suicide dive. Keep in, keep those two words. Um, in mind, suicide dive, because uh-huh. we're going to talk about this later in the show. So he hits a suicide dive to Cena almost from behind or whatever. He throws him back in the ring, and then a Selena Vega hits a Huracarana on Johnny, uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. He hits the steel steps. He gets back into the ring or whatever, and Johnny Gargano still kicks out. Mm-hmm. Now Johnny Gargano somehow gets to the outside, and now Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, gets involved, mm-hmm. jumps on Selena Vega, beats the crap out of her, chases her out to the crowd. But uh, it, it's crazy to say this, um, but this match, they went over 30 minutes, I believe. Yeah. And it was just a great match. Everybody was on the edge of their seats. Um, the crowd was emotionally involved in the match. Johnny wrestling chants, uh, Gargano chants or whatever. And there was a couple people cheering for San Almas or whatever. But, you know, San Almas is a heel. He's not supposed to get cheered. Um, but, man, this match was like just a roller coaster of, uh, of emotions. Finally, San Almas did finally um, get the pin on Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I know it's only January. Tomorrow will be February. But I promise you, by the end of 2018, this match will be match of the year candidate. It will be, it'll be talked about. You, you called it here first. It will be talked about because this match was amazing. It was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. 
And an interesting note, um, Santa Alma celebrated with Selena Vega. They held the Mexican flag and they went mm. backstage. Orale. Johnny Gargano got a standing fucking ovation mm-hmm. from the crowd. Um, while they were walking, he was walking with his wife, Candice LeRae, kind of face to the crowd, and then all of a sudden, he you see Tommaso back. Ciampa. No, technically he's not back because no. he's still he's still not fully healed. He's still yeah, at, but he's still. He's back, but he's not going to be okay. on TV or anything okay. like that. He's that still is. nursing his injury. So he hits Johnny Gargano. With his crunch, with his crutches or whatever, boom, uh-huh. he hits him. Johnny Gargano lays like there. And what I love about Johnny Gargano is the way he sells, his facial expressions. Uh-huh. And Tommaso Ciampa was just like looking at him with disgust or whatever. He kind of just limps and he fades away while Johnny Gargano is just laying there and while his wife is like, you know, like just holding him. And that's how the show ends. That's a real good visual. Great visual. Right. And I think we all know where this is going to go. Uh, we're gonna see Gargano and Champa most likely at New Orleans takeover. Do you uh, think Champa's gonna be ready by then? I hope so. I would think if they, I would think yes. If they're teasing it now, I would think that he's not that far away from recovery because okay. WrestleMania is April. Yeah. So, I mean, he has the whole month of February, and technically, if we want to be technical here, he has still the whole month of March. It's kind of pushing it. The guy's done in the past. Well, let's see. You guys have done it in the past. I, I would like to see that. So I'm calling it. Uh, thanks, Lissa, for uh, she's give Willis uh, tones lady. Yes, she's giving us uh, thank you a nice little pop for yeah. the the background. Pop 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 pop. Mm-hmm. We actually colored it ourselves, by the way. See. Oh, so so Daniel, my boy, <laughs> my boy Daniel, saying fight forever. That chant I hate so fucking much. That fight, come on Mario. That fight forever chant is just as bad. As this is awesome. I fucking hate those shits so fucking much. Oh. So you don't like it? No. <laughs> Let's talk about Royal Rumble, dude. Let's go. So, uh, no, 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 no. We can't talk about Royal no. Rumble. We got to talk about New Japan. Oh, yeah. We have to talk about New Japan. So first, let me congratulate uh, Minoru Minor Suzuki from Suzuki yes. Gun. You know, the dude that shaved his own head yeah, at yeah, Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. I, I watch New Japan. We know. Actually, I do, because what happens is it actually falls into when I'm awake delivering the shit that I do, right? Mm-hmm. So I catch the streams because they come up on my on my, uh, on my my timeline. No, no, you're subscribed to NewJapanWorld.com. No, I'm not. I am? Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. $9.99, right? Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay. So um, congratulations to uh, Minoru Suzuki defeating Tanahashi, mm-hmm. not by pin. Not by submission, because Tanahashi couldn't compete in the match any longer. Mm-hmm. So he forfeited the title, be- having him become the new IWGP Intercontinental Champion, which is good, because he dropped the never-openweight title to Goto at um at a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And they teased already the feud by attacking Tanahashi at New Year's Dash. New beginning weekend, night one, boom, he defeats him for the title. I think it's a good look. I kind of want to wait and see who's going to be his challenger now for that title. That's the that's the kicker right that's there. That's the kicker right there. Um, but and some more interesting uh, New Japan stuff. So the Young Bucks they dropped the IWGP Junior Tag Titles against Rapungi 3K. Why? It, it, those titles they're not as bad as the Never Open Weight Six Man Titles, uh-huh. but those are another set of titles where they go back and forth. But Pancakes. 
in a, in a positive note, mm. this is probably one of the best matches the the Young Bucks and Rapunky 3K have had. Okay. This match pretty much stole the show. It was a yeah. really really good match. Um, and yeah, now Chaos they they they're uh they got some more gold into their stable. Going with the chaos theme. Mm-hmm. So Kenny Omega yeah. defended the IWGP United States Championship against uh, Jay White. Jay White. Switchblade. Mm-hmm. Switchblade. What a good match. Defeated Kenny Omega. What a good match. For the IWGP heavyweight, United States Heavyweight Championship. Yes, he did. Which you're truly called. Yeah, you did. Asshole. Uh, and what's interesting about this, right? And I was and I was critical on Jay White for his Tanahashi match. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he's a bad worker, but he just didn't he didn't perform. He, he felt how, like a fish out of water. Yes, he didn't perform in that match like I want him to cuz I've seen him work with other guys and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And this match I think he redeemed himself, but what I disliked and it's not on the match, but what I disliked about his championship win was it was overshadowed. This is another word that I want you to keep in mind. Overshadowed. overshadowed. This title win, which is a big moment for Jay White and a big moment for Chaos, was overshadowed because the focus was the in the ring. The segment after the championship win. So do you uh, and kind of before we get into that, you remember when when I was telling you that I was watching uh, the New Japan, um, and the the thing seemed rushed. Like, okay, the one match would finish, then you would get the music to start, and like, they didn't give it enough time for those emotions to kind of set in, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like that with this because there's a picture of Jay White celebrating. Okay, and in the same picture, you have the Bullet Club in the ring. Well, pretty much after the cha- after Jay White won. What ended up happening was Adam Cole came out of nowhere and was pretty much saying that I'm the guy, I'm your next challenger for that title. Mm-hmm. Adam, Adam, did I say Adam Cole or Adam Page? I feel uh, like I, said I was Adam. reading what Sunil was writing to us. I'm gonna okay, that. well if I said Adam Cole, my bad. That's on me, Adam Page. Because Sunil's asking that he called the hotline, the lucha line. Oh, should we talk? You want to talk I about think, that? Now? I think we should explain. Okay, that now. so okay, so let me. So that number that you see right on the what do you call that? The on left the top hand quarter, left top left hand quarter, the lucha line nine zero eight three five six nine two five four. That's not technically a line. That's pretty much a number that you call. You could leave kind of like a voicemail for us. Yes, yeah, a so, message. So pretty much, you guys are open to leave on leave on it. You want to leave your comments. You want to. Say anything. Else. It doesn't yeah. matter. We're gonna go through them, and if we find some interesting gems on there, we'll play mm-hmm. on one there. Yeah. So basically, or maybe we'll even do like a little video package of it. So uh, that number, it's a WhatsApp number. WhatsApp. It's an application that people have on their phone. Basically, what you guys do is you could do a voice message. Um, when we get further down the line, yeah, we could take calls because uh, DJ Geo was calling us like crazy. He mm-hmm. did leave our first voice message, uh, which we're gonna play in a little bit, and it has to do around the Rousey. Okay. So, but yeah, you guys have that number. And again, you guys can write that number down through WhatsApp. You're going to see our little logo there. Um, anything, hey, you're watching wrestling. Hey, I hate John Cena. Send that to us. But hey, this is Sunil. I hate John Cena. Or oh, I hate CM Punk. And if we find good ones, we'll play them. Go ahead, Mark. So, um, going back to New Japan. So, pretty much Adam Page came out saying that he was the next challenger for the title. Kenny Omega got into the face. They had kind of like a back and forth. Kenny Omega ended up like kind of like. Not pushing the title, but kind of giving it to Jay White, like very like, oh, like that. Yeah. And um, the Bullet Club came out, kind of try to um, 
try to keep things under wraps, try to control the situation. And then Kenny Omega pushed, I believe, Matt Jackson. So then what's funny about that segment was that um, Nick Jansen was like, Nick Jackson goes like, oh, come on, Kenny, what's your problem? He says something very outrageous. Like, that was hilarious. Yeah. Young Bucks leave the ring, and Cody gets into Kenny Omega's face, and Marty Scroll's just standing there, and Adam Page, and they're kind of just talking or whatever. Finally, say, we're cool, whatever, we're cool. Mm-hmm. And while they're walking outside of the ring, boom, Cody grabs Kenny Omega from behind, hits him with the crossroads. Kenny Omega takes it like a fucking champion, sell of the cinch. When we put the video, our cover was Kenny Omega upside down like he was breakdancing. Great. Yes. Great visual. <laughs> um, and then it looked like Adam Page and and Adam Page was in it. He was like, fuck it, let's attack this dude. Marty Scroll tried to uh, play Peacemaker. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Kota Ibushi comes out to make the save. Kenny Omega's best friend, right? Even mm-hmm. though they've, they've had their little issues, mm-hmm. kind of like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And then he makes the save. Bullet Club scramble. And then they have a face-off. And then, like Michael Cole will say, this is a moment. Yes. They hugged. Streamers came out, and the crowd was Red going streamers. nuts. And the Golden Lovers were back together. Mm-hmm. This is my only, not that anything that happened in the ring. Besides, uh, I felt like the whole segment kind of overshadowed Jay White's title yeah. win. That's the only negative. I have you to you could have waited that. five minutes. But I love the, f- I love. It's like I love how, and I love love meaning in a joking way. Like I'm gonna pop shit about you. Is I love how fans automatically thought that Kenny Omega was out of the Bullet Club. It's, I thought that. It's a tease. We don't know where it's going, but if uh-huh. you follow being the elite, and you watch the episode, it leaves you in a cliffhanger because the last five minutes of the episode, right, it might be three minutes, uh, you see the there's a shot where Kenny Omega's just walking or whatever, and he's walking through, like, the halls of when, a hotel. When did they take that video out? When did they... They probably did... They, they dropped it, like, I think the next day. The next day. The next day. What that happened Saturday? No, so the same day, actually. It happened, like, hours later. So Saturday. No. Because what... Saturday night was New Beginning. Because remember, we were talking about... By Sunday, that being the Elite episode was already out. Before the Royal Rumble. Yes, it happened the same day of the Royal okay, Rumble okay. happened. No, because uh, I was looking at the timing part of it. Because remember, there was also a thing going around the internet that Omega was could take the flight. So, okay, so let me get to that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that. But So what's funny about this, everybody just assumed that he was out of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Wrong, because Marty Scroll tried to stop them. Yeah. So that throws like, okay... Marty Scroll not joining into the action, and the Young Bucks were nowhere to be found. So it cleans their hands. Mm-hmm. But also, in an interesting note, and we're going to talk about the being the elite, Tamatanga also cut a promo Yeah, saying he's, he's like, oh, we have a voice. We know what's up with the problems or whatever. So it's like the subdivision between the Bullet Club and the elite is starting to even become bigger than what it is. And to me... I think we're going to see a, 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 a complete division, a division between the Bullet Club and the Elite. Where Kenny Omega's going to land on that, I have no idea. So where, where does Cody land on that? I don't see Cody turning on the Young Bucks. I don't see that happening. So he's still part of the Elite? If anybody's going to leave the Elite, it's going to be Kenny Omega. Okay. Unless somehow they stretch this feud between Cody and Kenny mm-hmm. to next year's Wrestle Kingdom. And they kind of just 
piece it up, but there's still like tension there, but they kind of mm. just let it cool yeah, off. Yeah. Or maybe they have a, a match at all in. Okay. Because uh, Tamatanga uh, posted a, a picture mm-hmm. of the two sweet, and underneath it was a hashtag Bullet Club OG. So BC OG. Well, he is an OG. He no, was, no, like, I know, he was but part I'm of the, like the, that, the four members, the final, the, 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 the four fathers. But that's where you're having kind of like the, well, the separation. If too. I'm booking New Japan. Go ahead, book it, Mario. We back in the day in WCW in the nineties we had WCW uh, NWO Wolfpack NWO yep. Hollywood right and LWO not talking about that no so what I would do is give the Bullet Club to Tama Tonga have him lead it with Bad Luck Fale Chase mm-hmm. Owens um, Tonga Loa their other brother that I always forget I think is uh, him Leo Tonga Leo Tonga something like that Tonga Leo the new no. show about tangas no. Uh, and who else am I missing? And uh, Takahashi, right? Mm. Have him lead that. Because majority of those guys only stay in Japan, and then they do some indies out here, but they're like hardly ever in Ring of Honor unless they do like a New Japan co- joint Not venture, 95% right? 95% New Japan. And then just have the elite because they're the ones representing the Bullet Club in the States, so just have the elite and then have the Bullet Club uh, whatever. Like mm. have keep just make that separation, have Tamatanga. Lead the Bullet Club. But if anything, I'll have Tamatunga feel with Minoru Suzuki for the IC Championship. I think Tamatunga at this point, I think he's proven himself more than once that he could be a single star. So I think he should be that guy. No. We got to wait and see, though. Look forward to that, yeah. We got to wait and see. So going back to being the lead, kind of like the episode left in the cliffhanger because Kenny Omega's walking or whatever, and there's just music playing. And not, and during this part of the show, there was no um, uh, there was no talking or nothing. So he knocks on the hotel door, and he's just standing there, and finally the door opens, and it's the Young Bucks. And it's the Young Bucks room, and then you see Kenny Omega, and then all of a sudden you see Kota Bushi appear right next to him. So the Young Bucks kind of just look at him, and they finally yeah. just kind of they move out the the doorway and they both go in. Yeah. And that's how the episode ends. So there was, <laughs> there was a video, right? That same video. One of the comments that made me pop. Mm-hmm. So the question that they put on the video was, "What does this make you think?" Because again, it's all about what do you think about the video and everything. Mm-hmm. First comment down the line, uh, that Tanahashi is a well dressed person. You mean Kota Ibushi? Kota Ibushi. I'm sorry, they all sound the same. Congratulations. I know I was going to fuck it up. That Kota Ibushi is a well-dressed guy because he, he was well-dressed. So we'll give him that. <laughs> okay. So we got to wait and see where this story ends up. Um, regardless whether Omega's out or not, um, they're all going to be part of All In. So they're still going to be All In in the All In event. Um, we kind of got to wait and see. Also, Kota Ibushi is going to be uh, part of the Supercard of Honor Wrestle, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got to wait and see. We have to wait and see what's going to happen. So back to the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Back to the Royal Rumble. So there was an open challenge for the United States Championship. Uh, Bobby Roode did an open chan- uh, challenge. Yes. So fun fact here. Nice little tidbit. Fun fact. So later on in the night, we saw Adam Cole in the Men's Royal Rumble, right? Yes, we did. What was penciled in was Adam Cole was going to answer that open United States Championship Challenge. Okay. But they decided to change it last minute because they didn't want him to lose his lose a match, his first WWE, not NXT, match okay. to Bobby Roode. So that's why we got but, oh, Joe Raleigh. But, yeah. but sometimes in a loss, because John Cena took an L with Kurt Angle. Two L's in the same week, and it's not good for business. I'm sorry. For Adam Cole. No. You wouldn't have booked it like that? Absolutely not. What are you, nuts? 
A loss to Alistair Black at TakeOver and then to lose to Bobby Roode the next night? What are you, yeah, crazy? That's true. Okay, I'll take it back. I'm sorry. So we ended up getting Mojo Rawley in a very generic fucking match. Um, I'm starting to hate Mojo Rawley, by the way. I can't stand I, I know, I know your, I know your feelings on Mojo, but yeah. I, I was giving him like a little benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and that's just gone. Well, you're one, you're Schmitty for giving him a benefit of the doubt. No, because I mean the guys change. I mean he's horrible. Okay, yeah, he's horrible. Sorry. <laughs> Take it back. So the opening match on the actual card um, was the WWE World Title match, uh, which was a handicap match. Uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn challenging as a team. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, the world champ. What do they call him? Cammy again? Cammy. Yeah, it's horrible. Whack. It's horrible. So about this match, the match wasn't bad. It was good. But I think the crowd just wasn't into it like – uh, they popped for their entrances and stuff, and I don't think the match was bad at all, but I don't know. Uh, they just didn't – the crowd, to me, just did not seem as interested in the match. I don't know. Like, to me, I thought the match was good, like, watching it on TV, but the crowd, like, I don't know. They just didn't seem that, like – No, they, they didn't seem that much into it. I know. I, I read the I read the comments. <laughs> Sunil's funny. Sunil's hilarious. Sunil, you're the man. Uh, Dude, you really, if you want, I'm telling you, bro, this Lucha line, just call and leave a voicemail, bro, and, and, yeah, and, we'll, and we'll definitely play it. We'll play it on, on the intro. We don't give a shit. And uh, and we'll talk some more because we got some stuff coming in, and we're looking for people that are looking to do podcasts. So, again, keep that Lucha line open. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Salty Sunil the heel, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm not salty. I'm just myself. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. You have to do it that way. Though. Okay, so um, uh, AJ Styles ended up going uh, uh, sexist. Successfully. Successfully. Oh, there you go. Thank you. That one. Let me give myself that. Congratulations. You played yourself. Just try. My mouth is really your, your situation. My situation. And so my we're going to write really that one down. Situation. I'm going to give myself one of these because I just realized. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, he, he's got some water with some ice. So. So AJ Styles ended up defeating Kevin Owens. Yes. And Sami Zayn. But it was a very controversial finish because was there a tag? Well, there's no tag. That was uh what Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were going with. There was obviously no tag, no. but the pin happened, whatever. Shit happens. Shit then, happens. Then you die. No, not that far, but okay. Okay, sorry. So the following match was uh, the tag title match, two out of three falls. The Usos defending the tag titles <sighs> against uh, Sean Benjamin and Chad Gable. The match was all right. I just feel like why even promote as two out of three falls if the Usos are going to win you know, back to back. I yeah. didn't like that. So ring psychology and wrestling psychology tells you, okay, if the guy wins the first bout, and by the way, AAA and CMML, most of their matches are two out of three falls, which I like that, especially with like their three on threes. Mm-hmm. They do uh, two out of three falls. But if you're going to do that, right, at least have them win the first one, Shelton, and, and uh, have them win the, the, the first one. I, I just don't get the whole you know, two quick, out of three. Quick pin, and then boom, there you go. And then the it, what was the worst part about that was that the second pinfall, where they ended up, the Usos ended up winning the match. That was dirty. It, was, it wasn't even dirty. It was more like it came out of nowhere, and it was just like very um, no. underwhelming. Like when? And where everybody, even the crowd was kind of like, what? So, yeah, so so dirty in the sense that it didn't make sense. Like it. It's like, okay, you put it together, boom, here, and then we step away. The second pinfall was so anticlimactic, it kind of made you forget that they have won the first match. That should have been the first one. Yes. 
If that was the first one and the actual finish to the second, but the, again, yeah, dirty. So I wasn't I wasn't fond of that at all. Um, fast forwarding it to SmackDown, which happened last night, it kind of looks like that we're gonna probably see an Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, we're probably gonna see them uh, feud. Why? Now what? Now let me let me let me try to. Bring some positivity to this. Now, granted, I hate the Bludgeon Brothers, the, the look, not the actual talent. Well, Eric Rowan's whatever, but Luke Harper's bit. the man. Um, I hate the look. I hate the gimmick. I hate their theme song. But at least we know Luke Harper could go. He could go, yeah. He could go. And at least with Eric Rowan, I mean, he's not the greatest worker in the world, but at least he could defend himself a, a tad bit mm-hmm. for a big guy. So at least we know the matches with them and the Usos are going to be decent. Now, where this is going to go... We don't know because there's rumors going around that AOP is going to get called up and their potential feud is going to be with the Usos. Now, granted, I'm all for an AOP and Usos feud, but there's too many tag teams on SmackDown. I think AOP would be better fit for Raw. And we had that conversation two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So whether they're going to get called up or not, um, we we don't know when that's going to happen. But um, right now, it looks like Bludgeon Brothers... And Uso is going to be the next feud. So we'll probably see that in Fastlane. We don't know. But going on, moving on to the card. So mm-hmm. this came out of nowhere, at least for me. I don't know if you expected this or not. So after that match or whatever, all of a sudden we see a package for the Royal Rumble. And then the Men's Royal Rumble's happening. Yes. Third match on the card. Yes. An hour in. We're like, whoa. I'm like, okay, they're closing. So when that happened, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, they're closing with the women. Ronda Rousey's in the building. That's instantly a thought. I'm like, if they're going to close with the women, yeah. Ronda Rousey's in the building. So the first two competitors was uh, number one was Rusev. Finn Balor was number two. Yes. Uh, by the way, some people thought that the Rumble would start at 8 o'clock. Speedy. When he tuned in, the Rumble match was going on. So... Uh, Speedy, I love you, brother, but... Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. So, um, Rusev and Balor started the match. Um, I'm going to just... We're not going to go give you the breakdown. We're not going to give you who eliminated. Well, we'll probably give you a couple. A little bit. But um, what I did notice, which kind of goes back to, you know, what we talked about in other mm-hmm. podcasts, like the Heel Mars have talked about it, and um, also Matt 2J shout from, the, shout out to the Heel Mars. from uh, uh, Doing the Job. Doing how, the job. And you can hear this in, in the dirt sheets and everything. Also, um, how Baron Corbin got some heat on him. Yeah. Because Baron Corbin got eliminated like that. Yes. Now, after he got eliminated, he kind of went on like a, a, a temper a little, tantrum a and kind of took out everybody. Like not eliminated, but like literally took out everybody Knocked that out. was still in the Rumble match. Yeah. Out comes Elias, guitar in hand and all. Mm-hmm. And what I did notice also while the Royal Rumble is continuing is they had like a running gimmick where he Slater yes. kept on. He never made it officially into the Rumble until like Sheamus five came. after. So Sheamus threw him in there. Mm-hmm. But the running gag was that every time he he Slater, I was gonna call him Heath Ledger. Uh-huh. Uh, every time he Slater got up, he was gonna get knocked right back down. Yes. Bray Wyatt did it. Um, a whole bunch of people did mm-hmm. it. And so finally, when Sheamus comes out or whatever, and I think the everybody you know that 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 reads the dirt sheets or whatever, and we reported also there's. Seamus is um has some some nagging injuries, especially yeah. in the spinal cord neck uh, area. Mm-hmm. That's why he's still with the tag team with uh, Cesaro. So 
when Sheamus comes out, he throws he uh, uh, Heath uh, Slater back into the ring, and then the second Sheamus hops in the ring, boom, Heath Slater eliminates him like that. That's it. That was it. It was a very quick elimination, but that's also to protect Sheamus. Of course. Um, also, um, we got a we had a team up, a really awkward team up mm-hmm. between Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy before they for a little bit before they faced off and started you know doing the give and take. They uh they kind of were teaming up for a little bit, so I'm like, hmm, they, they got something here. I kind of mm-hmm. popped for that. But eventually they ended up eliminated uh, both of them. Like they eliminated each other pretty much. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of anticlimactic. Uh, I wish they would have been there a little bit longer. But I have a theory that Matt Hardy's wrestling with an injury. Why? Just the way he walks and the way he moves in the ring. Like he doesn't bend his knee that much. It, it, she just and 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 if you guys are listening to the listening to the podcast version of the show or the people that are in the chat, let me know your thoughts about that. To me, Matt Hardy looks like he's wrestling with like an injury or something. Mm-hmm. Like, let me put it this way: at the rate Matt Hardy's going, he's probably going to be like Undertaker bad. Wow. Wow. He he just he looks off, man. Like I don't know. Like he just looks like mm. he's he's not fast, and I get like he's up in age now. You know he's older, but he's just he's not limbo like he used to be. Well, maybe he needs to try out uh, DDP yoga. Oh, well, I don't know. Let's hope so. Um, you know who got a great look at the Rumble? Who? Cien Almas. Yes, he did. That dude was in the match for really? over thirty minutes, bro. Really good pop, by the way. And and I just love the fact that they didn't bury the NXT champion like that. Mm-hmm. My, they gave him a good look. He was in there. I think at one point he was in there when Mysterio um, was a surprise entrant, which Mysterio, that dude looked in amazing shape. So that's why I wanted you to say Mysterio, right? So mm-hmm. you had some returns. Mm-hmm. You had some surprises. Yeah. You still had the spot with Kofi, the yearly spot, which the women's already have their person who's going to do the... The spots, so, right? So let's talk about the Kofi uh, spot real quick before we get into Mysterio and some of the yeah. surprise entrances. So the Kofi spot, now granted, the last, I'll say, two, maybe even three spots have been very eh. eh. But this one actually made me pop because it was a comedic spot. Yeah. It was like, it was comedy. It wasn't like, no, like him doing some crazy shit or whatever. With this one, and everybody, you know, even when the New Day were heels, everybody expected like, okay, what is Kofi going to do? Yeah. With this year, what was funny was, Instead of him having doing something crazy or showing like what he could do, he gets eliminated and one of his feet gets caught. One of his foot gets caught by Xavier, and he's like, "You're not eliminated. You're not eliminated." Not on my watch. <laughs> and then um, Big E comes in with the pancakes. And he steps on the pancakes, right? And they finally and Jinder Mahal was already in the ring at this point, and Jinder Mahal wasn't even letting him get back in the ring. Yeah. So what um, Xavier Woods and Biggie do is like they kind of like they like prompt a pogo them, stick. and they just pop like Coffee Kings up in the air, or whatever, over Jinder. He got really high. That he did get really high. He got really high. I and got scared for a second there. It gets over Jinder. Coffee is happy as hell. Like you know, he gets a pop from the crowd, and then Jinder tries to attack them, only to be eliminated. I didn't like that. What, Jinder getting eliminated? Well, so I didn't like the, the spot in the sense that the women's had a better spot, if you will. But you, but that's not on Kofi, though. Because no, how no, many times? No, 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 look no. at all this. Sh- if you go back to the. Oh, I have. I have. In the last Royal Rumbles, going back, on, I think, 2007, 2008, when Kofi was first like in the, in the company or whatever, his spots have always been great. There's only so much you could do. 
And, uh, you know, it's funny because we said Mysterio and people are going crazy. Yeah, we called Mysterio. You know, and you're right. Richard Beecher did say Mysterio. Joe Andrade did say Mysterio. But I think for me, for me, Mysterio was the surprise of the night. No, it was. It was. It de- definitely for was. the men. For, it definitely was a surprise of the night. Um, and, and listen, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big Mysterio fan, but I gotta admit, he he looked great. Um, he looked better compared to the last time he was in the WWE. Keep in mind, he didn't wrestle with those baggy pants. He wrestled in tights. Yeah. Like uh, I think the last time we saw Mysterio in tights was back like in 06, I want to say for like ECW One Night Stand. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Um. He got a good look in the match too. Obviously, it was only a a one nighter. Yeah, happened. it was a one time deal only. But he looked good. I, I was happy for him. For me, I popped the most for Adam Cole when I heard Adam. Well, I popped, you know, and that's for me because uh, I'm a big Adam Cole mark. Ten, nine, Adam Cole. Like it's so, close. so when I saw Adam Cole, I'm like, oh shit, and and that dude, man, uh, I gotta give it to him because he caught a beating the 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 very next night because mm-hmm. him and Alistair Black they they the went at before. it, bro. They 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 went at it. So the the most underwhelming return, Hurricane. Okay, we're there. He that dude. For, first of all, let me give Hurricane this. Congratulations, you played yourself. And the other one. That is a disgusting act. So that dude. Listen, it's not a knock on the guy, bro. We all get up there in age, but uh, I don't know, dude. Like you need to know when you gotta hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the on top of all of that, the for the spot that he, the spot that he was in, like you could have gotten somebody else. I would have gotten Santino, and he looks a lot better than than the Hurricane. Of course, and for the same exact spot, like that was the comedic spot of the Rumble, mm-hmm. right? You could have gotten Santino to do that spot. So our boy Sunil, mm-hmm. uh, Mysterio's on the gas. Uh, yeah, hello, carry on. Yeah, whether he's on the gas or not, I mean, he doesn't work for the WWE, so you can there do whatever you know. the hell he wants. <laughs> um. Also, hashtag uh, swole life. So, uh, John Cena ended up coming out getting crazy booze. You know, the yeah. John Cena sucks. Roman Reigns got a lot of booze too. Um, so let's talk about, um, let me talk about Miz getting okay. Miz ended up getting eliminated by Roman. Mm-hmm. Wow, big pop right there. Um, so what's interesting about that elimination was so the Miss Raj was outside. Yes, Seth Rollins helped Roman. Yes. Eliminate Miz, and then Roman eliminated Seth, mm-hmm. and the crowd just was like was not having it. Boo, boo. Also, let me talk about Seth Rollins' tights. They were very Chris Jericho WCW adjacent, and they looked like Kane when he went through that phase where it was like, okay, we got to kind of. They were Kane, down. but to me, the first person I thought it was Jericho, Jericho back in WCW. So uh, I'm I'm gonna be uh, honest here. I actually went on a little break, pee break, right? Mm-hmm. So when I come back, I couldn't figure out who the guy with the tights was. You had no idea what Seth Rollins. No, because uh-huh. first of all, when I got there, he was doing a spot in the corner away from the camera. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking my son, who is that? Uh, I don't know. Who is that? Uh, I don't know. You asked Vincent, right? Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. I'm going to get another one. I'm going to tell you why. Congratulations. Why? You played yourself. I'm going to give the congratulations to Vincent for not knowing that was Seth Rollins. And then I'm going to give you the congratulations because why the hell did you ask Vincent? Because he was the only one else there that was watching. You had a better chance in asking Roman who that was. <laughs> that, that. Yeah. You had a better chance yeah, asking him. I should have. And Roman's only two. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, um. Uh, Sunil saying they should have brought Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. I the only ECW guy, surprising in Philly, that we got was only Rhino. Yes. That's and, a, and at the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um. 
Number 30 was a returning semi-esque Dolph Ziggler. Let me tell you what I didn't like about that. It made no fucking sense. Because Dolph Ziggler had, he didn't get that much burn in there. He got eliminated quickly. It made no fucking sense. First of all, it's like nobody was, if if you would have put a package, right, or something at the beginning of the show. And again, yes, I know it's an hour in. But do something about Dolph Ziggler. Like, have them, oh, where's Dolph now? Mm-hmm. To kind of get you back into, okay, we haven't seen him in a while. Then you get that pop. I was waiting for a bigger pop, and we never got it. Yeah. And I feel he deserved it because he was away and the way he was playing it. Mm-hmm. Again, no, it didn't make sense, but I think it would have been a bigger pop. If you would have put Mysterio on that spot, you would have had the pop of the night. Bigger than when he came in. Because you already know that it's not going to be Roman Reigns. You're not going to have the same thing that happened last year. It it was a very underwhelming number 30. Yeah. Especially because, like, we st- we, the, the whole Dolph Ziggler dropping the United States title and disappearing made no sense to begin with. And, and it's true. Uh, Ziggler with an HBK-type outfit. Um... So the final six was very interesting. The final six mm-hmm. was Roman Reigns, Nakamura, I Finn like Balor. Oh, oh, let me let me rewind back. Nakamura got a great, humongous pop when he came out. Yes, he did. He got a huge pop, and uh, they serenaded him for like two minutes yes. straight. <laughs> and what's great? Yeah, while he was like attacking people and shit yeah. in the Rumble, they were they were doing that. Um, by far, the pops in the Rumble alone was Mysterio, Nakamura, mm-hmm. and Finn Balor. Yes. Those were the pops. And I was surprised Finn Balor made it that far. It, it makes sense why he made it that far. I would uh, maybe change the eliminations a little bit. I'm going to get to that. So the final six was uh, Finn Balor, Nakamura, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, John Cena, and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So when they realized that they were the final six, it was um, Michael Cole said something. It was the battle of the generations. Old school. Mm-hmm. And, and what I and what I oh, it was like the old <laughs> guard, right? Yeah. Versus uh, the new guard. What I didn't like about this, and John Cena does this all the fucking time. It's like he's the he's the sergeant in charge, and he he's talking to Mysterio and grabbing Mysterio and telling Randy Orton like, oh, that blah blah blah, and where the the, the you know where yeah, the uh, hurrah Randy, hurrah yeah and. And Roman Reigns, you know, Mr. Cool, he's just looking all, like, delusional and shit. And Nakamura and Finn are just kind of nodding each other. Yeah. And finally, boom, they started going at it. I don't like what about, I didn't like about ahead. them going at go it ahead. was, why is Mysterio going at it with Roman Reigns? That's what why? I was going to say. Fuck you. That's no! what I was going to say. Why? The exact same no! thing. No! Hashtag why? John Cena is scared. It, Hashtag. See, Randy Orton, who? Cena, Cena should have went against Roman. Of course. Randy should have went with Nakamura, and Finn should have went with Mysterio. Of course. That's what should have happened. But instead, we see little Ray Mysterio hitting Roman Reigns. And he has to come around yeah. Randy Orton. Oh, God. It looks so stupid and dumb. Anyways. Uh, that, that's, that's what we get along. I, okay. I, I just right. didn't understand that. So <laughs> after Mysterio and Randy get eliminated, right? And then we get to the final four. So you have the two guys that the crowd wants to win, either one of them badly. But by, by the way, six one nine on Cena and Ram and, and Roman Reigns and, and Roman. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Goddamn, John Cena needs to stop talking in the ring. 
Oh, oh yeah, he was calling. He was calling shit, but he always does that. But like this time, it was like too loud. Okay, so my wife actually came on at that point because her man was on me, uh, Randy Orton. Congratulations, you played yourself. So she came and was watching with us, and she actually picked up on the fact that John Cena was talking. She's like, "Oh my gosh, he he just said something." She never looks at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's how obvious it was. Yeah. So again, John Cena, stop talking, please. So, um, okay, so the final four, you had Finn Balor and Nakamura, which are the two favorites. The crowd are going crazy for these two guys to, uh-huh. to make it, right? And then you have possibly the two guys that nobody wants to see in the Rumble. No. That was booked amazingly. This yes. is where they fucked up in booking. I didn't like the fact that John Cena eliminated Finn Balor. This is what I would have done. Okay. Either they both eliminate each other. Who? Finn Balor and John Cena, where they both eliminate okay. each other and would make sense for the very next night when the ended up transpiring okay. at Raw. Yeah. Or have it to a point where they're both battling each other and then, you know, as much as either have Nakamura or, or Roman Reigns. No, Roman Reigns, because then you would have had more heat on him okay. going into Exactly. You would have more heat on him and eliminate both guys. Fantasy booking. John Cena doesn't need to eliminate Finn Balor. Now, this is no. the fucking second time that they screw over Finn Balor with John Cena. Mm-hmm. It, it, like it makes no fucking sense, but whatever. And then that's but another, we, we, that's we got another, a payoff, and, and we did get a payoff. So we got to talk about this, and we'll talk about this later, like in a little bit when we talk about a little bit of Raw. But we got Nakamura, Roman yeah. Reigns. Roman's getting booed out of the fucking building, and after a good back and forth, Nakamura went over. The crowd goes nuts. Uh, Renee Young, or was it Charlie Caruso? No, Renee. Renee. Renee uh, Young. Goes into the ring and goes like, oh, congrats, Nakamura. Um, you're going to WrestleMania. What champion are you going to challenge? Are you going to challenge, uh, challenge the universal champion, Brock Lesnar? Or are you going to challenge uh, the world champion, AJ Styles? So the crowd was waiting for it. They were waiting for it because uh-huh. everybody wants this match. And he says, AJ Styles, the crowd goes nuts. So and at, at that moment, Mario. I, w- I lost my mind. <laughs> changed his plans for April. Um, we're gonna leave it like that. We're gonna leave it like that. Uh, so we're gonna get. You're not the only one, though. By the way, we we are probably getting the most anticipated rematch mm-hmm. that didn't take One-on-one. place in WWE in WWE mm-hmm. in the last two years. This match was the match of the year in 2016, and I'm almost positive if I'm a betting man. I think we're gonna call the show the betting man. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 the betting man. Um, I, this might be the match of the year at WrestleMania. Now, going back to what you said about half an hour ago, mm-hmm. bla- uh, black and coal kind of sounds like a like a beer. Uh, Tone, the big dog. What are you saying? Nope, sorry, I have no idea what the hell you're saying. No, they're uh, they're having a little thing back and forth about Ronda Rousey. They're beefing with each other. Yes, oh, they Jesus are. Christ. So <laughs> I, I've I've ignored. Okay. Their beef. Um but we'll talk about it. In a okay, bit. cool, cool, cool. So um Nakamura's going and to And by the, the way, if you guys are listening, sorry, if you guys are listening to us on the podcast version, follow us at Lucha Outsiders mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. But if you follow us on Facebook, when we go live, you go live. Also, let's plug this number, 908-356-9254. If you want to leave us a comment, grievances, yes. or you wanna Give us, uh, you know, any any thoughts or predictions or anything about some of the stuff that's going on in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Call that number, 908-356-9254. And that is a WhatsApp number, mm-hmm. which is very easy. If you have WhatsApp, just mm-hmm. boom, call it. Voice, ma- voice 
message mm-hmm. or call. Go okay. Ahead. So we got Nakamura. Uh, he won the, the Royal Rumble. Congrats to him. I'm not going to touch too much on the bar capturing the Raw tag titles from Jason <sighs> Jordan and Seth Rollins. I called that. Um, they ran this gimmick where uh, Rollins was pretty much left hanging. Jason Jordan was either concussed Concussion. or fainted. Yeah. Um, th- th- this was probably the popcorn match of the night. It was. It really was. Nobody cared about it. And also, you got to understand, this match happened right after the Rumble, so the, the crowd was pretty dead. Well, e- even on our recap uh, WhatsApp conversation, mm-hmm. we called it the same thing. Yeah. So then we finally had the triple threat match for the Universal title, Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. uh, Kane, and um, Braun Strowman. This match w- was what it was. It was better than what I expected for the destruction element of the match. Um, what I did notice and probably the the part of the match where everybody was talking about is it looks like Braun got a little bit too carried away with his knees or his leg mm-hmm. and kind of stiffed Lesnar a little bit too stiff ski mm-hmm. and then Brock, got up. Brock just started shooting on him and laid like a good pounding on the dude. I think it was like a good two shots. Yeah, two but shots. the first one you saw like bronze, like face just shaking. So two shots, mm-hmm. and then you heard slow the fuck down. Yeah. So uh, Lesnar, you know, went over uh, the the pretty much the match ended. Uh, I think Lesnar pushed Kane into Braun. Braun fell out of the ring, mm-hmm. and then he got hit, hit with an F five, and yeah. boom, match was over. Uh, Kane, like we said, we all been saying Kane was only in there to get a pin, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which is what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, the women's Royal Rumble. The first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Now, uh, the first two competitors were Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Before we go into all of them, Mm -hmm. we were throwing back and forth on last week's show, and if you guys want to go back and check it, you can actually go back and check to see, because we did call a lot of these things. But I was saying for them to have a whole bunch of old-timers, old-timers come in, and you were saying don't waste them all. As the match was going on, and I saw more and more and more and more, I got what you were talking about. So I'm giving you props. It, it overshadows the current talent. Yeah. And granted, I actually enjoy the Women's Royal Rumble a lot, and we got a lot of surprises. We got Ember Moon from NXT. Yes. We got um, we got uh, what you call we got Lita. We got uh, Beth Phoenix. We got Trish, Mickey James. We even got Vicky Guerrero with her. Excuse me. We got Kelly Kelly. Molly Holly looked phenomenal. Uh, Michelle McCool looked great. She yes. looked like she didn't miss a beat. No. But we got Tori Wilson. It was like she looked good, but, you know, she's. She's still gen- she's, she, Yeah, exactly. Um, the same goes for Kelly Kelly. But um, but it's I can. So while a lot of people were critical on, like, a lot of old timers, if you want to call them, and some of them are still, like. Legends. Okay, we're gonna. We're what gonna, can we call them? Because old timers means that granny and K- Kelly Kelly's not a legend. <laughs> seasoned veterans, old 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 uh, talent, former talent, former talent, w- there former you. talent from WWE. Um, there was a, they overshadowed a little bit some of the newer talent. Yeah, my biggest critique, besides the ending of the of the like a- after the match. My biggest critique, I'll give two critiques, was I believe, uh, in my opinion, Becky Lynch got eliminated too quick. Too quickly. Too quickly. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that. And also, I hate, with a passion, 
why the Bella Twins get these fucking spots. And it's not necessarily Brie, because I like Brie. But Nikki, I hate this idea. And I'm going to sound like CM Punk here. Sorry, Sunil. I hate this idea. We got to get you a Stone Cold shirt. Go ahead. Where they try to make Nikki Bella bigger than what she is. She's generic in the ring. She's not that great. Yeah, she could pick people up. Good for you. I pick it Congrats. up and I bring it down. But there's, shut up. There's so much better talent. Yeah. And I hate this idea that they try to make her bigger than what she is because she's on Total Diva and she has her own show, Total Bellas, and because she's John Cena's soon-to-be wife, which they're never going to get married anyway because John Cena oh, no. is not an idiot. By the way, by the way, she just tried on her dress. They sent that to us on our, on our Facebook chat. I don't care. I have no... I know. That's don't why, care. That's why I threw that in there. The, I hate this idea where they, like, she should, there's, final four, okay, I'm all right with that, but come on, there's no reason why Nikki Bella should have been in the final two, I'm sorry. So I hate this, I hate that, I hate this idea, this push that they give Nikki Bella, I can't fucking stand it. But But, but we know why they're giving it to her. Yeah, I know, Nikki, the total Bellas and fucking total Divas, like, you know, and John John Cena, and John Cena, yeah, and I just hate, I just hate the fucking idea, I really do. But anyways, um. No, I, I, I. what I saw throughout the match was they were using the younger talent just to have the former talent come in and get one uh, elimination at least, mm-hmm. which is stupid. I'm sorry. I will say this, though. Um, the Bells got some heat from the crowd. Um, they weren't feeling the Bells. Who else got some heat from the crowd was Sasha Banks. Yes. We, I think we started seeing... Those stupid-ass high kicks to Lita. She looked like a fucking Rockhead. Um, okay. She wasn't even hitting those kicks to Lita. That's what I'm saying. Also, speaking of Lita, Lita looked great, but... But Lita almost botched that moonsault. She jumped too soon. She almost botched it. Thank God she didn't get hurt. Thank yeah. God she didn't get hurt. But she almost botched that moonsault. It, it reminded me of Brock Lesnar doing the moonsault. Remember when he kind of landed shooting awkwardly? Star. Yeah, or the mm-hmm. shooting star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, she she it, 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 she almost botched it, but thank God nothing happened, and she ended up landing it. Um, the big dog tone is saying Total Divas is a good show, by the way. I never said they were. It was no, a bad show. He's just trying to get under your skin. So why are you reading the comments for? Because I like when he gets under your. Okay, go ahead. But, but that takes away from the show, and I have to carry this, and that's when we. Well, because I can't speak. So you should let me talk. Okay, go ahead. Carry on. You were saying. Congratulations! You played yourself. So, um, Molly Holly looked great. Yes, she did. She hit a Molly go around on uh, on Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. She looks like she hasn't missed a beat at mm-hmm. all. Just the hair kind of threw people off. Yeah, but at one point she did have short hair in her career. Oh, I know. So, like, it was kind of like a nod to that. Uh, Trish was number 30. She looked, oh, my God. By the way, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, let, man. Let's take a moment. By the way, if you guys don't know what let's take a moment is, you follow our Instagram I gotta, page. I got to go in for tomorrow, so pay attention in the morning. Let's take a moment. When she did the whole thing with Sasha Banks, oh, my God. I actually replayed that. I'm not going to lie. And Vincent asked me why did I replay it. I like my favorite Trish moment in the match was the face off her and Mickey James. Oh had. yeah, that was good too. I love that, especially and the crowd was so hyped about that moment too because uh because of the moment they had and and the past few yeah. they had in over the years and back when Mickey was still in the WWE before she came back. But you you had a lot of good moments in the women's match. No, so, there was a I overall I thought the women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's. The Oscar Amber Moon. That was uh, great. Show going back to their history. Yeah. Um, and Ramon still a selling champ. 
favoring that arm. Of course. Hitting that um that the the uh, what is it, the eclipse yeah. with one arm. Yes, she did. Instead of doing two arms, still favoring that arm. Good for her. Uh Naomi embraced her inner Kofi Kingston. Yes, she did. And the way she Okay. I love what she did. This is my only knock about Take it. Away. She got eliminated. Like literally, she got back in the ring and then got eliminated. Yeah, you should. Uh, I think have her in the ring a little bit longer. It followed too much what happened with Kofi. Mm-hmm. Just have her do it on her own. Like have them stay, maybe fend off another one. You know, playing out in the side, which that leads to the end of the match. Mm-hmm. But at least have her stay in there for a little bit. Also, um, Beth Phoenix and Natalia had like a little moment where. They hugged each other, and then Natalia eliminated Beth Phoenix, and Beth yes. Phoenix was in complete shock. The Beth Phoenix. And uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Her picking up Nia Jax, bro. I would pay to see that. I would pay. Yo, Beth Phoenix is another one that could still good go. She 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 looked like she didn't miss a beat either. And and the way Michael Cole played it, like I think that was the first time. I'm not going to say first time, but one of the times where Michael Cole sold you what was coming up. Well, you know what? Now it's funny that you mentioned Michael Cole. So I, I have to bring this to everybody's attention. Why the fuck was Stephanie McMahon in commentary? By the way, uh, Gio Ruiz is saying they should have had Jerry the King Lawler instead of Stephanie. I agree a hundred and ten percent. Keeping it real. Um, what I didn't like about first of all, Stephanie should have been nowhere no. near the the commentary. She didn't booth. make sense. Also. When she would say something, it sounded like she was reading lines. Like Michael Cole and Corey Graves would be having some dialogue, and then she would be like, did you know Mandy Rose could squat X, Y, and 300 pounds. Like, it was just so random. Like, no. it it was When it came to that, they failed miserably. Yeah. But talking more about the Rumble, um, so we had the spot from Naomi. We have all these surprises. So, Sasha Banks, the Bellas, and Oscar were the final four. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the Bellas. Becky should have been in the final four, yeah. and somebody else, maybe even Nia Jax, or or even Trish could have still stayed in there. I would have had Trish, and, and maybe have a story being told between Trish and Sasha or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of the Bellas being there, man. I, I don't mind them being in the match. Like, I, I still do but think they belong in the, the match, match, but no, man, nah. So, anyways, uh, Sasha ended up getting eliminated. Mm-hmm. Nikki ended by, up. By the way, I'm sorry, Sasha and Jacqueline's hairline is, like, down to the back of their head. Well, if Sasha doesn't pay attention to her, her current dues and stuff, at least Jackie's in her 50s, so she gets a oh, pass. Oh, no, 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 Jackie gets a pass, but I'm saying, like. If Sasha doesn't be careful, if Sasha doesn't, like, have some concern. That's how bad she Sasha might be. Ca- is. She might. She might not even get to the Jackie level. No. She might surpass Undertaker or Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is better than Undertaker. I'm sorry. Or Leo. Anyways, carry on. Um, the final it's a damn th- shame, bro. Nikki, like, it's not growing at all in the middle. Nikki, it's so, put, so put me. plugs or something, man. For what? I'm just doing this till April. Then I'm gonna shave it off again. Okay, so stop bitching. I'm not. I'm just sharing with the world. The world wants to know. Nobody cares. Congratulations. You played yourself. I care. Hashtag me too. Anyways. That's not for that? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. 
<laughs> Jackie looks like LeBron James two years ago. Whoa, bro. <laughs> DJ Gio with the jab. <laughs> See what I did? There? That a is a disgusting act. So, so the so Nikki ended up eliminating her sister Bree. The final two was Nikki and Asuka. Yeah. Asuka finally gets the elimination on Nikki. Mm-hmm. Asuka wins the Rumble. The 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 theme of the show. You got to point at that WrestleMania sign. Yes. And the, and it doesn't stop there. Nope. So. Before the Royal Rumble even started for the women's, both champions came out, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Yeah, they did. After Asuka won, both champions got into the ring. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, after a quick, you know, kind of stare down between all three, yeah. you hear some interesting music, and it's fucking Ronda Rousey. Stop. Okay. So Ronda Rousey ended up coming out. With uh, Piper's jacket, by the way. Yes, it was Piper's jacket. Uh, her Ronda official Ronda Rousey shirt, where you get at WWShop.com. Of course. Um, with the with the Rowdy Roddy Piper font and everything. Uh, Ronda Rousey comes out. There was no word said in this segment. She looks at all three women and points at the WrestleMania sign awkwardly. It looks very. It was a very awkward situation, right? So she stares down Charlotte, stares down Alexa Bliss, and then when it came to Asuka, she extended her hand. This is what I loved about this moment. If there's any positive thing I have to say about this moment. What I did love about this moment was Asuka was going to reach for a handshake, and she slapped Ronda's hand. I love that. Because it's like Asuka didn't back down or nothing like that. And some people are saying Super Ronda. Mickey used to stalk Trish. <laughs> stalk Trish, yeah. Okay. So, I, I don't even know what Tone is saying boo for. And, oh, boo Ronda. Okay. So, that happened. Ronda, once again, points at the WrestleMania logo awkwardly. And then she gets outside, goes, uh, shakes hands with some fans. And then when it gets to Stephanie... They look at them. They look at each other awkwardly. Ronda uh, extends her hand. Stephanie kind of just stares her down, shakes her hand, and then that was it. Ronda heads back. They play her music. I guess that's her theme song. They play her music. She goes to the entrance ramp and she points once again, a third time, to the WrestleMania logo. Now here's my here's my issue about this whole segment and the WrestleMania logo. No, my whole my whole issue with this segment was. They took away from the Women's Royal Rumble and they took away from Asuka's moment of winning the Royal Rumble. There was a way of doing this where they could have maybe teased the Ronda parents, maybe not even have her go to the ring, maybe just have her go to the stage and that's it and that's how the show ends. And then have her point from there. Do that, but her going to the ring, it just takes away from Asuka. And the whole handshake and all that. No, well, I, I liked... Asuka slapping her hand. Yeah, but why Stephanie? Why even go to Stephanie? Well, okay. So, following the next night, there was no follow-up to this. Nope. Ronda Rousey apparently signed a full-time deal, right? Yeah. She's not on Raw. I know she's filming some shit, and um, she's she's doing some filming. I don't know if it's for a movie mm-hmm. or for like a documentary series. I don't know. But I know she's doing some filming or whatever. But there was no follow-up. The only thing that we got on Raw was them talking about, oh, well, Ronda Rousey. It overshadows. Like I said, people, Asuka. overshadows. Hey, I see what you did there. Overshadows. We're back. 
Asuka, and not only Asuka, but the Women's Royal Rumble. The first ever that, Women's yeah. Royal Rumble. And that's just a slap to the face on every female that was in the Rumble. I'm sorry. So, uh, again, to the Lucha line, we actually had uh, DJ Geo send us a little note about Ronda Rousey and everything that's happening on with her. Um, we're kind of going to jerry-rig it here. Next week, I'm, we're going to have Yeah, it was. Dude, dude, Sunil. Um, I just want to answer Sunil real quick. Dude. I know it brought a lot of publicity to the uh, to outside sports, uh, media, everything. I'm not disagreeing with you all that, but I feel like there was there could have been a way where they could have done it a little bit differently, still get all that publicity, even if she wasn't gonna show up on Raw, have her record something. Yeah. Where it's just the for video, that like Raw crowd package. and Raw TV. Instead, you just had the same thing WWE does every time they start a hot storyline with somebody that's not a full timer, even though. Apparently, Ronda Rousey is, is a full timer. They do the same thing all the time. They just they just talk about it the next night, or they talk about it the following week. Like do something, follow it up, and they did not follow it up well. And that's my biggest beef. And it took away from the women's rumble, and it took away from Oscar's moment. Yeah, it did, and it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, guys, the Lucha line is nine zero eight three five six nine two five four. You guys can uh, send us voice uh, notes mm-hmm. throughout the week. We'll pick out the best ones, like our friend Gio. What's up, Lucha Inside the Show? It's uh, DJ Gio. Um, just want to say one thing, right? Check this out. So, with SummerSlam, Ronda Rousey is the best wrestler to step into the ring, both past and present. Like, nothing in that WWE, WWF, ECW, WCW history can top, right? Can top Ronda Rousey at all. Like, she is the greatest. Yeah, she came out looking all, you know, all kind of like messed up with her with a leather jacket bigger than her head, but it's fine. You know, but she looks sexy in it. And 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 that Superman pose that she did, pose paint point like pointed at WrestleMania. It's yo, it's the sexiest thing ever. And that right there is why it makes her one of the greatest. You know what? Not the greatest. The greatest. The greatest. The greatest wrestler, female wrestler, to step in to that ring. Okay. Okay. So let me start. Okay, a first, plethora of okay, buttons. Okay. Okay. First, no, no, it's not a plethora. I'm, first, I'm just gonna give him this. Congratulations, you played yourself. Okay. So first, I'm gonna give you that one. Yes. Because it wasn't SummerSlam. It was the Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. yeah Rumble. <laughs> that that was one. Two. You can't say she's the best wrestler uh-huh. of all time because she we haven't seen her wrestle a match yet. No. Now, I do agree with you. That as of right now, she's probably the biggest name that WWE has. Probably one of the biggest names, regardless yeah. of her losses in the in the UFC. She's probably one of the biggest names right now. And of course, Neil is gonna agree with DJ that that that's associated with the WWE. Mm-hmm. I won't disagree with you on that. But until we see what she does in the ring. We don't know. She might choke. Now that doesn't mean I don't want her to choke. I want her no, to. No, no. I want her to have a good wrestling career. No. I want to see her be in the ring. I want her to see her have matches with Oscar, Charlotte Flair. But good matches where yes. she takes the time to learn. Exactly. Not I ha- don't, not have that MMA gimmick. I don't. And we don't, we necessarily don't even know what her gimmick is going to be. We don't know. Yeah. But I don't want the WWE just to push her in a position where maybe she shouldn't be. Because she's a top star in MMA. Yeah. Now, she's gorgeous. She's great. She can get it. She, oh, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. But we still... Now, 
keep in mind, cutting a promo in UFC in a boxing fight and cutting promos in WWE, two different worlds. Uh-uh. Brock Lesnar could cut promos in the UFC with no problem. No. When it comes to the WWE, uh, he's horrible. Uh, no. He is horrible. I'm sorry. And if you guys want to follow DJ Geo mm-hmm. at DJ Geo NYC, mm-hmm. he's a really talented dude. I'm I'm only gonna give him that congratulations. Just that one. Just, just that, one. that one. I'm not gonna do anything like anything like that. Could, he said, then, but Gio, he said but, in the history of the WWE, WWF, Gio, but, ECW, but Gio, WCW. But Geo is a casual fan. Yeah, he is. I can't I can't knock Geo for that. By the way, we're gonna bury him a little bit. When we asked him and his brother to be on our show, and you guys can actually go back and listen to it. He actually brought his brother-in-law, who spoke more about wrestling than he did. So there you go, Gio. We love you. So um, that's the only congratulations I'm going to give him. I'm not going to say. Because, listen, I want Ronda Rousey to have a successful wrestling uh, career. I d- really, really do. I just want to see what she's about. We can't say that she's the best of all time because she's not. She has proven nothing. Now, was she one of the Best at one point in UFC, yes, mm-hmm. I'll even go in a stretch. She was probably the biggest draw UFC has ever yeah. had. Men or women. Men or women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'll, I'll, I'll grant that. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll probably one of the best fighters of all time, too. But at one that, point, at one point, I have no problem saying that. But until we see what she does in the ring, we're, we're, we're jumping the gun a little bit. No, but, but she is taking the right path. Uh, Path no, she is. She is because she is taking and wrestling she loves the wrestling lessons. business. She really does. Yeah. She loves the wrestling business. But you you want them to take rest, uh, wrestling lessons because people talk all the shit they want about the Miz, but the Miz went about it the right way. Mm-hmm. He used his money from the winnings from uh, Road Rules world and all that and, shit, and Real World and the challenges. Yeah, he did. to pay for wrestling school. Mm-hmm. So again, he worked his way up. No matter. Yes, he was a reality star, but he worked his yeah, way up. Yeah, no, no, and and we have a lot of respect for the Miz. Just by the way, and a lot of people try to bury him, mm-hmm. bro. Learn your facts, then we talk. So moving on to the following night at Raw, it was it was a it was a and it was an okay Raw. I we're don't not think it was done a, yet. No, we're not done. So. <laughs> Allergies. I know we I we know. all know you sound like a transvestite. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> that is a disgusting act. So, so talking about Raw, two elimination chamber matches was announced. One was going to be the first time a all women's elimination chamber where Alexa Bliss will defend her Raw women's title in it and uh, a number one contendership for the universal title elimination chamber match where we were going to have qualifying matches to see who was going to be in this elimination chamber match. Uh, Braun Strowman qualified against Kane in the last man standing match. He threw a announce table on uh, on Kane. We also had Elias defeating Matt Hardy with a mm-hmm. semi-interference of Bray Wyatt. Elias qualified to be an elimination chamber match, and there's the questionable one. Go ahead. John Cena <sighs> defeated Finn Balor <sighs> to qualify in the elimination chamber match. No! 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 Wow. Now, I would have been okay with this if Finn Balor would have eliminated John Cena the night before. To kind of pay balance back it out. Payback. But I mentioned this to Leo in our you know in our WhatsApp, uh, WhatsApp conversation. I mentioned this to Leo. I feel like this was Vince McMahon's fuck you to to us, the smart marks, the the Philly crowd, everybody that was ruined for like either Balor or Nakamura. Okay, I gave you guys what you wanted. Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. 
Now I'm gonna get what I want, and I'm gonna bury Finn Balor. Well, it wasn't really a burial, but it was uh, kind of a f- eh, semi. A Jace. Uh, I'm gonna have John Cena defeat Finn Balor, and it's a shame, bro. It really is. I'm just especially because we we and it was a good match too between Balor and Cena, but it's just now let let me fantasy book triple threat match WrestleMania. AJ Styles, Nakamura, fine. You add Finn Balor in there. No. Why not? No. Either we get AJ Nakamura or we No, no, get... I'm saying, okay, next year. Would oh. you pay to see that match? Yeah, I would pay to see it, but we're talking a year in advance, bro. We're talking about now. What are we going to do with Finn now? Finn could be a whole different man next year. We're talking about Finn now. They're, 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 not, they're not doing Finn justice. Granted, he got a good look in the Rumble besides... um. What happened at the final four or whatever? He had the most eliminations that night. He did. B- besides the final four, and, and who knows? Maybe by till here in WrestleMania, maybe things are going to change. But I don't know, man. I, I just don't see why Cena. Mm-hmm. What I did, an interesting note about the Cena and Balor match. Uh, so Cena has been how WWE likes to say a controversial figure because he gets booed by the crowd nine uh-huh. times out of ten. Um, not as much as. Now, not as much as before because of Roman Reigns, but uh, what I did notice in this match was he kept on playing to the crowd, and he didn't even threw it. He, at one point, he even threw it too sweet, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but he when kept he on, was about to do yeah, the, the, AA. The, the AA to Finn Balor, but what I found interesting about him playing to the crowd was he kept like giving excuses to the crowd like I'm just trying to get to WrestleMania and he would have like this dumb look on his face with his hands up like a like he was like bothered that he kept on getting booed. Yeah, yeah. Like why me guys? So there's still rumors out there that the match, the final match for C- not final match for Cena, but like the finalized match for WrestleMania for Cena is gonna be against Undertaker. I'm really not interested in that match. No. Maybe it's a swerve, maybe it's bigger plans for Cena, we don't know. But I'm really not interested in that match. Um, oh, two more things, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So they're already teasing friction between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Can you believe that? How fast, man! Has it even been six months? No, no right? No, four maybe tops. At most, I don't know, bro. The only thing I'm getting out of this, well, right next week they they they're gonna have a match. The winner's gonna face uh AJ Styles at Fastlane for the world title. They teased this whole thing where Sami Zayn walked out because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn couldn't agree in the tag match uh, against Nakamura and AJ Styles. They were teasing some friction there. Uh, Sami Zayn ended up walking out. Kevin Owens ended up catching the L. And then when Charlie Caruso, I believe, or was it uh, Dasha Fuentes? I forget. Um, Or maybe it was Renee Young. I'm not sure. Let's take a moment. So... um, when they went up to Sami Zayn and asked him, oh, what, how do you feel that now you got to face Kevin Owens and your partner just called him out? And he was like, listen, we're both in agreement. Like, you know, I, Kevin Owens had his moment. Now I want my moment and X, Y, and Z. So my prediction is if this is the, the match going forward at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn's going to be the heel in this match and Kevin Owens is going to be the face. Okay. You see that going into WrestleMania? If it happens, hopefully mm-hmm. we're getting swerved and they're still gonna be together. But because I mean, everything that happens from now till April is basically leading up to April. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not sure. I think it's kind of it kind of sucks because we didn't even get a tag title run with these two. 
But um, or any type of run because you always get, especially with no, nah, we guys. didn't we didn't get anything. That's the, that's the problem, and and it's like already, bro. Like it's only been. I think four months. Yeah, like give us some time. <laughs> give, <laughs> give, give us, us something. Bit. Like, come on, man. A, like, a really? little bit. So, right. um, wrapping up, and this uh, is how we're gonna close the show. Uh, two hundred five live was pretty interesting last night, dude. I was about to hit you because if you didn't talk about my boy, we were gonna have a problem. Who produces the show? Okay, I'm just saying. So they the they one part do- I do produce. I want to make sure we do it too. You don't I don't like his name, though. Maverick? Really? Well, you know WWE is notorious for what they do. But anyways, um, so since last week they've been doing this promoting, like, hey, we're yes. going to have a new uh, 205 Live GM. Yes. So Daniel Bryan introduces Rockstar Spud. Yeah. I think this is the perfect man for the job. Yes. Um, He's great on the mic. He's charismatic. He he's can cut little. promos. Um. Are we going to see him in the ring eventually? We don't know, but at least for now, I'm happy with this role. I think it's going to bring some new... It's going to be a revamp 205 Live. Now, do you think that just... Because I was reading some uh, some comments of people saying, oh, he can't do it by himself. He can't revive 205 Live. Because people are basically saying that 205 Live is dead. Oh, well, it's been dead, but what I, what I did notice in an interesting note, so they announced a, a, a tournament, a 16-man yes. tournament for the Cruiserweight title, which is going to all culminate. culminate at WrestleMania. Yeah. Good job on that. I like that idea. Guess who's going to be in one of the matches next week? Cool. Roddy Strong versus Dale Tommy. Now, if what I'm thinking is now we're going to get NXT talent that are quote-unquote 205. Uh-huh. I think we're going to start getting NXT talent, getting involved with 205. Now, if they could somehow... Get 205 Live to do business with NXT, like kind of cross-promote both brands or whatever. Okay. I would be all for that. I think that's the way to go. Hmm. That's that's the way to go because that show, the way they have that show at the end of SmackDown every single week, either tape it before and to pump up the crowd or have some matches taped at for sale, full sale because that crowd will appreciate the 205 talent. It, it does kind of make sense like, thinking about it out, out loud. But... Other than that, I think it's a good. I'm happy for Rockstar Spud, another TNA guy, finally getting his due in uh, the WWE. On an interesting note about that was, he debuted on his birthday. Oh, it was. Yeah, so nice. that I thought that was pretty cool. And the name though, uh, Drake Maverick. He well, doesn't look like a Drake to me. Well, that's W. That's WWE for you. I and, and look at it like this: Hideo Tommy was Kenta. Now you give him Hideo Tommy. I'm sure people weren't too happy about that. Prince Devitt. Then you Finn Balor. Like, that's like a complete, like. Well, Finn Balor kind of explained why he picked that name. Okay, he explained it. But I'm sure the first time you hear the word no, Finn no, Balor, no. like, especially you went from Prince Devitt to Finn. Who the Finn is this? It's it's just completely awkward. And, you know. I Ricochet, th- is he using his name? Well, when they build them. When they put his little tagline, like when they, they, they mm. showed his name at um, NXT TakeOver, it said Trevor Ricochet in quotation marks and then man. Okay. Which is Trevor Man is his real name. And yeah. then Ricochet, they put it in between War Machine. They put War Machine and they said their names Hanson and Raymond Rowe. Ray Rowe. Uh, EC3, he's still keeping his EC, name. Because he owns the rights to those. He owns the right. But what I didn't notice, unless that was like kind of like a, a, a fuck up from production, it was EC Space 3. 
they would do something like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we were having such a good show, and you have to finish with that. Well, at least it's not Joey Samoe. Joey Samoe. <laughs> Joey. Who the fuck's Joey Samoe? That was supposed to be Samoa Joe's name. <laughs> no. There was a little joke online when that when there was rumors that he was going to debut, that his name was going to be Joey Samoe. Joey Samoe. Oh, well, people, this yeah. was our show, episode 64. Yes, it was a jam-packed show. Thanks to everybody that was on the Facebook Live checking us out. Leave us your comments and your grievances and talking about Ronda Rousey, what you hated, what you liked, everything that happened this weekend. Um, it was a great weekend, guys. It was a great weekend. I think this was a great show. Um, once again, not only thanking the people that was on the Facebook Live, but thanking the people that listen to the podcast yeah. version of the show every single week. Um, you can also follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders. At Lucha Outsiders. Twitter, Instagram. Shout out to the Big Dog Tone. Shout out to Sunil the Heel. From beginning to end. I, I hope he finishes burrito. Or was it an enchilada? It was a burrito. It was a burrito. Thank you guys for being with us. Again, Mario, thank you because you took most of the show. More than usual. <laughs> More than usual. Because I know where you're going to go with that. More than usual. But now, guys, thank you for being with us. Awesome weekend. Wrestling coming up. Road to WrestleMania. Guys, we are on it. Also, 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 let me forget. I got to mention this plug. WrestlePro this Friday. It's going to be a great show. It's the first one of the year. For more information, head over to WrestlePROnline.com. And like always, keep it rated R and stay too sweet. Yeah, and Richard Beecher too. Richard Beecher was also here too. Thanks, Richard Beecher. Bye, guys. Later, dude. (laughs) Hopefully I get better for next week. Jesus Christ.